I'm Madman Pondo, and what kind of idiot are you that you're not tuning in to the World of Fame podcast? Do it now, or else. Belt. She, oh, it looks like one Luke, of those Walmart Luke, belts. Yeah, Lou kept like trying to put it around my waist, and I'm literally standing there. You can see me on camera go, girl, it ain't gonna fit. Girl, stop trying, it ain't gonna fit. And she's like, I can make it fit. And I'm like, you're not gonna, like, we're having a whole not gonna fit. Not gonna fit. Yeah, I was like, it's not gonna fit. No, I can make it fit in her little Spanish accent. And so we get in the back end, <laughs> we get, get in the back end, uh, she goes, he's like, well, can we take promo pictures? Can you put her around your waist? I said, dude, look, this is the biggest joke in the world because you all got a belt to fit Lou and Kat and the body and all them other little skinny, scrawny people. I said, but I'm going to have to put two of these motherfuckers together just to get it around my waist. They're you're like, you're like one of those belt extenders from like WWE shop or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those yeah, strap like, extenders like or some shit. Wear, well, Dusty yeah. had to wear Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Why not? I was like, nah. So then I started taking pictures. Like we're using the bra- belt as a bra, but it wouldn't stay up. And Lou was trying to hold it. And I was like, forget it. You just hold it. So now there's a picture dating around where it says friends, uh, friends, gra- or what did I say? Friends fill up their friends because they're friends. Yeah. And I'm like topless because, you know, we were trying to take a picture with the belt and make it look like all pretty and shit. And it did not at all. But anyways. Well, I thought Good maybe in half sneakers don't look pretty at all. <laughs> it must have been really high. Okay. Are we live, Joey? Yes, we are. Oh, we've been all live? Right. Yes. All right. Guys, you said, are you ready like the... five times, man? Are you sure? I feel like that's no, what you say to people I before said, you oh, Like Now I know what your girls feel like. Ready. Are you ready? I had a... I had a I had a Canadian guy I dated once. He's a wrestler. And he kept saying, "How's that feel, eh?" And I'm like, "Nope, mm-mm. <laughs> no, no." I have a buddy of mine that's from Canada, and he says that like, he, was, he was helping me install a PS2 uh, simu- like emulator stuff on my PC, and he's like, "Yeah, so you just put a game in there, eh?" I'm like, "Whoa, what eh? <laughs> sorry, eh? sorry, exactly, sorry. It's not even sorry. It's sorry, 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 sorry." <laughs> yeah. mm, I'm good. All right. So, so guys, welcome to episode 93 of the World of Kayfabe podcast. Oh, I am your host tonight, Danny Kayfabe, along with my two very good friends, Sick Nick Venom and Stagger Lee Crocker. And we have with us tonight a very special guest. You may recognize her from various promotions. CZW, Chikara, IWA Mid-South. She is your reigning and defending XPW Women's Champion. I give you the godmother of deathmatch fucking wrestling, Mickey fucking Knuckles. How are you tonight? Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. (laughs) You also guys did a walking episode of Cops. Yeah, Joe Eastman. Joe Eastman gave me that nickname. I walked out and he just started announcing me. He's like, "And the walking episode of Cops," and said, "That's possible." Now I've got people getting <laughs> on Cops three times. Now I have people saying, "I'm looking for the episodes." It's like, "Good luck," because I ain't. 
Yeah, look, look I, I did my best with the intro. I couldn't do as good as Juice was on Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. I watched oh, both parts of that. Juice, Juice is one of our dear buddies here on the show. He is almost, I mean, friend, he's a family sure. member here on this show. So shout out to you, Juice. But man, how are you tonight, Mickey? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, took a nap before him and now I'm smoking. Got your batteries refreshed. Now you're coming down, huh? Well, the cat was chewing up another. Sorry, I had to throw my 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 champion. Don't tell people. I had to throw my my championship <laughs> towards my cat because it kept trying my to chew cat. up this cord. My daughter's cat because it kept trying to chew up this cord. Um, I saved its life, okay, by throwing my belt. Well, I, I guess since you're well, I guess since you're a champion, I guess you have that right to throw your belt at whoever. So who are we to fucking judge? Well, yeah, Dan. You remember the cats, the, the kittens I used for the XPW show against Tessa Blanchard? Uh huh. Oh shit! They're here. Those are my cats now. Really? We have them. We rescued them, so now they're here. Okay, so you're nice. so you're a cat mom. Uh, yeah. I never liked cats, to be honest. But these cats are two of like the most chilled, loving cats I've ever met. Yeah. And I named them. I named the boy Tiger and the girl Lily. So together, because my favorite flower is the Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily. So together, yeah, they're brother and sister. So, you know what? Just by the five minutes or so we have talked to you, I think you're the coolest person we've ever talked to because you name everything really cool fucking names. Well, I've got a dog named Luna Vashon Knuckles. Okay, Yellow. that's cool. Mm -hmm. I've got another dog. Her name is Princess, but that's because she literally she's a pit bull. Yeah, she literally sits like she's just a regal fucking princess. So there's nothing else we could call her. Um, and then we've got a rabbit named Shadow. Nice. That's a cool name. Nice. Very cool name. Nice. Well, here at the world of kayfabe. You want to go bed? Hold on. She's scolding her animals. You. Yeah. She just started looking like Hulk Hogan over there. She did the whole Hogan point. Brother. That's the mom point. You found stealing your animals. Go give me something to drink. I'm right back, y'all. Okay, hold on. I gotta shut this down. Hold on. Go to bed. So here at the World of Kayfabe, we usually like to start off the interview uh, with the, the same question. How did you get into pro wrestling? Like, how did you, or uh, when did you start enjoying pro wrestling? My sister was a rat. <laughs> Straight up shoot. No, um, when I was little, my mom was a single mother, a Catholic mother. So, um, and she worked on the ambulance. She was a paramedic. So she would pull a lot of doubles, a lot of triples. So a lot of the housework and stuff fell on us kids. Like I'm talking by the time I was my son's age, he's eight now. We were doing our own laundry, cooking our own food. We had 36 animals, like dogs that I would take care of because we, we kennel trained dogs for the police department and stuff. And then we also held dogs for the uh, hunters. So the beagles would have to be held up in cages up off the ground. So their snippers don't get dull. And then yeah. we have all these other dogs that I would just take care of throughout the year. Um, and uh, I, we got to watch one, television show a week just one and you gotta think this is back before internet before all that so on saturday mornings they used to have saturday morning wrestling and yeah. so i would pick as my once so i would get up super early get all my stuff done that i had to get done that morning and then i'd be ready sit at the door and my mom absolutely hated wrestling but i just loved it and then my sister started dating this guy whose wrestling name was gorgeous jim gorgeous jimbo whatever um, who was training at OBW in Kentucky. And he was trying to get in good with my sis, and she always had to watch us anyways because she was the oldest. 
And so he took us to a show at the Louisville Gardens. And I remember it's my first live show I ever went to. I remember being there and I heard hear this music playing and I look over and I see this this beautiful black woman walking to the ring angry as hell. It's Miss Texas, Miss Jackie. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. And I keep looking at the entranceway for another girl, but then there's this scrawny guy that comes out and he's running his mouth. And he makes his way to the ring. And I'm like, okay, so what's going on? So he gets in the ring and he starts running his mouth and she hauls off and waylays him and the bell rings. And it's my first intergender match I ever watched. And I was like, how do I do this? Like this, I've never seen this. Well, you don't see it on the Saturday morning cartoons or TV right. or whatever um, for the wrestling shows because they didn't allow it on TV. But Miss Jackie's beating up this guy called Downtown Bruno beating the shit out of him and i was like you know what yeah that's what i want to do when i get older so that's kind of what made me fall in love with this the fact my sister was a rat nice that's <laughs> awesome now now uh, don't what, tell said, <laughs> I don't what year did you what year did you debut in wrestling 2003 i trained for about two years before i was allowed to debut um because i was told that there was never going to be a bitch graduated from iwa mid-south because you never uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Chris Hero trained you, right? Chris Hero is one of them. I was I had several different trainers. Hero okay. was one of the mainstay ones. Punk would come in a lot. Tracy Smothers, Michael Todd Morton, or uh, Michael Todd Stratton, however you knew him. Bullpain. Like so, I had a lot of the traditional old school wrestling training, and then you had people like Chris Hero, who was a huge mark for Johnny Saint, um, okay. who liked the whole word catches Ken, you know, um, and he would make me watch those tapes and actually do homework. It was crazy. I, while I was training, I was writing it out today for um, somebody, but while I was training like a week consisted of Monday through Thursday, I would train every day with somebody new for about three hours at night. And then Friday and Saturday we had shows. So I had to work the shows, clean up, whatever. And then Sunday was a main cleanup day and another training day. And I did all this while still having two jobs. Um, nice. Nice. And, and now, and now very impressive. Um, you you do a lot when you get kicked out of your house because you cheese wrestling. Yeah, well, you know, you 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 mentioned you mentioned the word CM Punk. You know, we're me, Joey, and Nick are huge fans of Punk. And with his return, were there? Do you have any cool like CM Punk stories you have about? The I have. He used to be like the others, um, running through the ringer, uh, which just me. It's a it's a nice way of saying I was their test dummy, so they can pretzel me up and hold me on the mat for hours, trying to make me work out of it, which was good. But at the same time, because I was so young and so green, like they would just be really rough with it, which I'm not complaining about at all. It made me who I am. Um, but one time, one, one specific time uh, I came to class and, and I was really hurt and I had um, not, it's kind of gross, but I could, whatever it's, it's a menstrual issue where my body would start to swell, including my joints. And I couldn't bend my knees and I really couldn't function, but I, it hit me really hard. And I don't know why, maybe because of I was strict dieting at the time, wrestling all the time. So I don't know if my hormones were all of whack, but I was miserable. I was sweating, but it was cold sweats and I couldn't catch my breath. And I came into training and Punk was there and he's in the ring stretching out. And I already was, I never missed, I missed, wait, take it back. I missed one day of training, one day, yeah. but that's because I had to take, a lesbian couple to a heart concert so they could pay for me to get my tags renewed. That's the only day I ever missed. And I had to ask permission to miss that training. Okay. I know crazy aunt Mickey. Anyways, um, <laughs> for two years. Yeah. Everyday training. Uh, 
but I, I walked in and he asked me what was wrong. And I said, nothing, let's just go. And he actually broke down. He's like, look, there's something wrong. You have to tell me there's something wrong. Otherwise I don't know how I can help you. So I told him what was going on. And for that, for that specific class, it was more like he taught me certain stretches that he thought would help my joints and stuff. And he talked about psychology and we didn't really do a whole lot physical. And that kind of always stuck with me because everybody says that Phil's an asshole. Yeah. Phil's from Chicago. Most Chicago people have an attitude about him. It's right. Not, right. It's just the way they are. But for him to be that nice to me when he really didn't have to be, you know, it says a lot. Um, people are going to make fun of him, but he's just a man trying to make his money. I'm happy that he gets another shot. If he's happy, you know. I'm not here to be. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Now, do you uh, do do you watch him on Raw since he's been back? Well, I mean, it's only been on Raw once, but yeah. Um, I I watched the return because um, that was the same night I won the XPW XPW belt. Yeah. So on on the on the replays, like I'll pick up little things. I try not to watch wrestling way way too much because before in my younger years. I would, and then I would wrestle, and you would get so burnt out, no matter how much you love wrestling, of always being consumed by it. So, especially since I have kids and all those other things, like, I try to watch it, but I watch it for fan perspective. I don't watch it as a worker's perspective, yeah. learning how to do different things, um, even though it seems like they do a lot. <laughs> um, Rhea Ripley's new little move that she does that I've been doing for like the last nine years is awesome. Oh, yeah. And speak, speaking of Punk's return, go back to episode 91 of World of Kayfabe. It's on yeah. our channel. It's somewhere over Watch me and Joe. Nick wasn't there, but watch me and Joey. Somewhere over there. Oh, no, trust me. I was definitely marking out. Like, so the funny thing was, I was leaving my buddy's house because we were watching Survivor Series, and we all had a theory. Randy wasn't supposed to show up, right? So I'm thinking in my head, oh, Punk's after coming back. Like, this has got to happen. Chicago. It, thank you. Chicago. It's like, Chicago. Punk's got to come back. They're so, gonna sure enough, what happened last time they were in Chicago? Or yeah, you ain't never lying. Well, Orton comes out. Orton looks beefy as fuck. Comes out, and I'm like, okay, Orton got bigger. Cool. So after that ended, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm out. Deuces. I'll see y'all later. As I'm literally walking out the door, Punk Steam hits, and my neck was like. Like what? Maybe you thought it might have been like might have been like a, a spoof or a rib. I mean you thought yeah. maybe they were gonna see down somebody that looked like it. And like or... the funny thing was I had I thought that. When I heard I it, I was like, my... Oh shit, who's gonna play punk? And then when it came out, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I had my CM Punk shirt, right? And I was like just in case he didn't show up, I'm like, Yeah, I have my Oscar shirt ready. I'm like, yeah, I'll just throw that on. Just put that on there. Shirt of Oregon comes out, yep, I'm going in the truck, gonna take my shirt, screw CM Punk. Come back on. I'm sorry, Punk. I'm sorry for changing your shirt. I'm sorry. That's oh, yeah. Cool moment. Like, but I feel like point. nothing can top his return in AEW. Like, whenever he showed up to AEW the first time, I think that was probably my favorite. But to each his own. By the way, I'm drinking this nice, beautiful monster. The uh, the new beast or whatever it's called. The Beast Unleashed. Mm -hmm. This one's really See, good. I'm it's heavy into those. I'm heavy into those ghost orange creamsicles. Ooh! 
Dude, that's tried- another good one. No sugar, no calories. Hell yeah. Ooh. Have you tried? Hold on. Have you tried the ghost uh, sour apple warhead one? I'm not. Okay. So when I do energy drinks, it's usually when I go to wrestle um, and sour things as I've gotten older, because oh. I've learned that I can't shoot fireball on the way to the ring no more. <laughs> and, I can't, and I can't drink sour energy drinks on the way because then I'll start burping up the sour taste and it tastes almost like a mix of sour and acid. And then I want to throw up and yeah. nobody wants to be draws this shit. So I, I'm like, I'm going to steer. Like I can't have ice cream anymore. And that used to be my favorite shit, man. I'm lactose intolerant now. What kind of bull crap is that? Yeah. God's great joke on me. And then I can't find I, a good lactose. With some ice cream bars. Ice cream. <laughs> So, um, I have a, um, another question for you. How was it like coming up in the birth of modern women wrestling with people like Daisy Hayes, Mischief, Lacey, and Sarah Del Rey? Um, in the beginning, I didn't have them. I, I actually didn't have any girls to wrestle for the first couple of years, except for the debut match I made with, with Haley. Um, after that, it was mostly the, the bookings I got weren't, Somebody called up Ian and said, hey, can you bring, or, you know, can Mickey come work the show or anything? It was, I showed up with IWA or Ian or somebody else with my gear bags, and I lucked out. First first year in, I had like 150 matches, and I don't think I had any other girls except for that one. Um, but when Prezak, when Prezak came in, that's when they started using it. Because originally, they just brought in Lacey and Rain, and they would always work with each other. Um, and then... Because they're the Minnesota or Minnesota home wrecking crew up there, and then um, when something happened, I think one of them got hurt. Um, I started wrestling more and more guys, um, which was really hard because there was a lot of guys at that time that still didn't believe in wrestling a girl or thought it was stupid and um, that there's no way that a girl can win a fight, um, which is fine. Uh, so I had to like bully my way onto that, and then I had to bully my way onto death matches, but. When Prezak came in and started bringing in like Daisy and Mischief, when when they came in with um, Delirious and Matt Seidel, they'd come in a carload. And so like there there would be, yeah, and Prezak didn't like me because Ian forced him to use me a lot. Because Ian's like, okay, I'll let you run the women's division. But the whole reason we're having a women's division is because my trainee, Mickey. And Prezak kind of grew to resent me. And I think that's what the, the beef was there. Um, that, and he told me one time when he was drunk, I was too fat and I need to learn how to wrestle. And I was like, wow. cool. And right before Daisy Hayes and Daisy went off on him. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, now, if you can imagine Daisy mad, she's like this big. So now, now if you, now, if you don't mind me interjecting real quick, you're saying Prezak, are you talking about Dave Prezak? Mm-hmm. Yes. I still think he's probably one of the best comment color commentaries on the independence. I love him. Amazing. But, but I feel like, like I said, I feel like he had that chip on his shoulder because he was using IWA as a tester for shimmer for oh. women. Um, we didn't, you know, we obviously didn't know at the time, but that's what he was doing. He was trying to see if women's wrestling could draw and actually get momentum there. And when yeah. he found out a way to do it, he started, you know, the ring of honor women's and the shimmer. Um, but when Daisy and then would try to pitch my name is like, Hey, why don't you book Mickey? Um, he was like, no, I'm not going to. And I think that was out of spite because of his dislike for my boss at the time, which is fine. But um, because of him, the reason I bring him up is because of him, I got to work with people like Daisy 
Um, cause at the time I was the smallest person. Usually when I was wrestling somebody else, I never got to be the bigger person. Yeah. And so wrestling with Daisy, I got to be to do the big man, little man kind of gimmick with her and learn a whole different dynamic of wrestling, a whole different psychology behind it or a different angle from it. Um, and then with mischief, she was so creative because she used to be a ballerina dancer when she was much younger. That's why she's so bendy and flexible. Um, she's actually a, a, some kind of like legit rocket science. She's super smart too. Um, but she would, she would explain things to me and, and we had a clash for a little bit on wrestling because mischief would have to, I have a terrible memory, always had terrible memory. If you put concussions and this with it, um, I don't remember very much. Everything I do is usually off the cuff, um, very ad lib. Mischief was very organized and detailed. And I, we get so caught up. And so one time I just begged her, I was like, hey, can we try it my way just to see what happens? Just try it one time. Just tell me what, what big things and we'll go from there. And it was a good match. And Mischief said that she learned that day, you know, how to trust somebody to do to walk and talk from working with me. Um, so that was pretty cool especially since they've been in the business longer than me. So, By the way, I like your, uh, I like your zoom name. That's funny as hell. Cut monkey like master. That. That's, that's one of my monikers that, you know, <laughs> intro guy forgot. That's good stuff. Um, but yeah. So sadly, I actually go ahead, Joey. I, I was going to say, so sadly we lost Tracy Smothers. Do you have any good memories with, of him? I have a lot of memories of Tracy. Like, for years, a lot of us are messed up, right? All, a lot of us, we don't do this because we're, we're happy, normal, healthy people. I mean, if we do, then no, we're still messed up. Um, Trey, I'd never really had a dad, and Tracy was the closest thing to a father figure that I have ever had. And I think he was like that to a lot of us. Like, there's not one place you can look right now that hasn't been influenced by Tracy. Tracy's helped more people than we'll yeah. ever know. Yeah. Um, Tracy's one of the reasons Dolph got his, his job in WDE. Tracy was a huge Dolph oh. Ziggler fan. He pushed so hard for that guy. Um everywhere wow. we went, anybody I didn't know to, that. He he liked he liked Dolph and he liked um there was one other guy, but you know, and then if you look in the south, every wrestler has a Tracy story. Um or or it it's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> you you can always have that. Tracy Okay, so funny story. Um, Tracy tried to convince me one time that Jesse Bell, the other the other sister in the STDs, Jesse Bell um, was his legitimate daughter. But I've already met all Tracy's kids, and he was. I know what he was trying to do. He's trying to get me to believe in it because if I believed in it, then everybody else would. It's a good gimmick to run with. But he he came up with a story that him and her mom hooked up, and she had her, and then you know he just found out about her. And now she wants to be a wrestler. It's Tracy. I love Tracy. His stories are great. So we're driving <laughs> to West Virginia and uh, it's just me and, and Tracy. And I always drove. Tracy's in the passenger seat. He's like, Mickey Knuckles. He could never say Mickey. He had to say Mickey Knuckles all in one word. Mickey yep. Knuckles. Uh, you never talk about your family. I'm like, all right, Tracy, what do you want to know? He said, tell me about your mom. I said, all right. My, my mom died when I was uh, uh, 11, you know, from... Oh. From uh, stomach cancer, and you know, uh, she was a nice, strong lady. I mean, I remember that she was yeah. crazy as hell, and something she did is now considered abuse. But if she didn't do them, I guess I wouldn't be prepared for the ass whoopings I get now. So, 
um, thanks, mom. Um, but <laughs> yeah. she, like, you got a picture of her. So I pull up a picture on my, my sister's Facebook and show her. And for, I don't know if anybody, if anybody here's ever met, talk to Tracy. Um, but for 20 minutes, Tracy did not say a word and he wasn't asleep. So that's not like Tracy on road trips. Cause even if he falls asleep while he's talking, he'll wake up five, 10 minutes later, pick back right up where he was at. So if you don't remember what he was talking about, you just nodded your head and said, yep. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he's quiet for 20 minutes. I keep checking on him, keep worried about him. You know, I want to say something, but he looks like he's deep in thought. And out of nowhere, he goes, make it out. It was June, 1989. Steiner brothers down the street, tearing it up at the KFC buffet. Your mom's friend and, and my friend were in the back room getting it on. Me and your mom watched the movie. And I'm like, no, no, Tracy. My mom despised wrestling. No, 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 no. He's like, no, me because I'm telling you, I've never I'm like, so, so I just let him go. He goes, I got to go to the bathroom. And as I'm walking back, your mama gets up and I think she's got to pee too. And I was like, okay. He goes, she grabbed me by the arm and dragged me in the bathroom. Now I'm praying to God that Tracy knows because my mom is dead. Maybe to censor because I have a feeling where he's going with the next few parts. But not Tracy. He goes, making all those, your mom went down on. I said, no, Tracy, I'm telling you, stop talking shit about my mom. And he's like, no, making all those, remember, 1989, Steiner Brothers, your mom's friend was back there getting it on, and your mom <laughs> went down on me. And I'm like, Whatever, Tracy. He's like, and then she got up, pulled me in the back bedroom. It was the best 30 seconds of my life. And I went. He's like, I was legit, almost your stepdaddy for real. And I was like, all right, Tracy, whatever. So I think maybe Bro, this is awesome. the end of it. No, he calls Bull Payne, who's down in Florida. Or no, wait, Bull was still in Louisville. He calls Bull Payne, he's still in Louisville. And he go, he tells him the whole story. And I'm just sitting in the driver's seat, just crying in my teeth. So I'm like, now I'm never going to hear the end of it. And Bull starts cackling with laughing because at that time he was dating my now ex-mother-in-law. So they thought it was just hysterical that they tapped both mother sources. And I said, awesome. Thank you, Tracy. And then they went on <laughs> to do this promo with Rob Feinstein. And I got blinded. Yeah. I got blindedly pulled in a room. And Tracy's like, Mickey Knuckles, remember that time that I almost had sex with your mom? Or I, that I had sex with your mom and almost became your stepdad? Oh, and I went, that's no. it. I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> 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 that's awesome yeah he was trying to find a way to link us he was trying see i think so far mickey is the most open guest we've ever had i love it man not to mention she's our very first female our very first female guest like, professional wrestler yeah when 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 you sent me a message i get that message all the time what's what can we not talk about i am an open book therapy has has shot well, don't judge me. I won't judge you. I don't judge I had nobody. Asked, I had asked Dan to like, well, wait a minute. Maybe she don't want to talk about certain things. Because we do have certain questions that like, hey, can we talk about this? Or can we not yeah. talk about this? Not and and some events, some events we actually talked to Pondo about. Pondo's <laughs> our boy. Pondo has been a guest on our show. Pondo is our boy. I talked to him. I kid you not. When I'm at work on a dead day, I have my phone. I'm talking to Pondo. <laughs> Chatting it I up actually tagged you in the post, by the way, on Facebook, by the way. But, if Nick, if you want to ask her the question about it, go right ahead, Bubba. Well, we might as well address the 500-pound elephant in the room. The elefante in the room. Oh, boy. The, uh, Levi, Le Levi, 
I don't know how to say his name. Mike, Mike Levy. Mike Levy incident. Yeah, the Mike Levy incident. I say Levi. I don't know why, but yeah. So yeah, we, walk so me like through said, that. Yeah, we talked to yes, Paco. You were the first woman on it. We want to get was, yours. the first female wrestler that we have on the show. Okay, so at that time, this is probably the third Queen of the Death match we ran. Now we tried to yeah. develop this this Death Match tournament for women because, quite frankly, I think Ian was getting irritated with uh, putting me in King. Or any other, because I would just beg and bug the shit out of him. And then he would do it and then put me against him and whoop my ass for bugging the shit out of him. So we developed Queen, and we always had cancellations. Girls canceled for the dumbest shit. One girl canceled because she just got a tattoo. She knew about the booking for five months. Wow. She just, she's going to get a boob job the week after and doesn't want to be all cut up. You knew about this. So Bro, many, it was a like, death match. Come on. So we would... But, it would be like that. Or another girl said that she was worried because she just got her nails done for her sister's wedding and didn't want to fuck it up because her sister's wedding was that Sunday. I'm like, dude, you took this looking like we booked people out. So we also booked extras um, because we just had them come in just in case. And we told them we would put them on a match that was probably non-tournament if nothing opened up. Well, one too many people canceled out. And Mike Burns, who runs Smart Mark Video, and Ian were in the locker room. And they were trying to figure out what to do because we were already um, already well well underway. Um, the show was about to start. Some girl called us last minute and said she wasn't coming. And uh, Mike Burns, you know, him talking. And Tank was there because King of the Death match is that night. It was King of the Death was on Friday. Uh, the Queen of the Death was Saturday afternoon. And King of the Death, the, the finals were that night. And it was outside of a bowling alley called Alley I remember. Cats. I and actually had that video of that. I have the DVD yeah. of it. So we set up for Queen and stuff, and Tank is there. And I had just put myself in King against Tank and, and beaten Tank the year before. So Tank right. was like, What if I put myself in Queen to hurt, like to go against Mickey to retaliate? But she still ends up getting the better of me. And I love Tank to death. And, and the fact that he did that is just a big honor. But um, Ian was for it. And so Mike Burns goes, No, I got a better idea. There's this guy out there. He actually bought a ticket to get in, um, but he's all over the internet. He does these backyard shows, and he thinks he should be a part of every backyard tournament. Um, he's got quite a little bit of following. We could use that and put him against Mickey in a squash match to fill the spot and to get some more views and get him some more notice. Right. And he's like, okay, we'll bring him back here. So they go out and they get him. They bring him back. He introduces himself to all of us, and Ian said, hey, who were you trained by? And he said some names I didn't recognize, but I'm super young in the, in the business, so I didn't think anything of it. Um, but Ian acted like he knew him, so did Burns. And then he's like, do you know what a squash match is? He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, it's just to get her to advance to the next round. You know, if you do this, we'll, we'll try to bring it back for like a future thing, whatever. So before we go out, I said, hey, if you don't want something in the ring, just tell him not to put it in the ring. We won't use it. So I let him do all that. We go out to the ring, and I give him the first shot, and he punches me right in the face. Yeah, that was pretty. That was a nasty shot, by the way. Like it was a shoot shot. I don't know. Like I had wrestled next to the year before, like a couple years before and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay with getting hit. I I can take a shot, but like my understanding was, he understood that this was just a squash match. Um. Because I literally, he was running his mouth, and I hit him while he was running his mouth. And it was a nice 
you know, snug, whatever. And then he punched me right in the face. So I was like, all right, try it again. I went to hit him again. Instead of him selling away, he punches me back in the face. And I went. <laughs> now I'm thinking it's a situation of I've got this guy that's in the ring. And he's not doing what the promoter at, told him to do that he said he understood. So now I'm thinking he's doing this to try to hurt me because I've wrestled guys before. There's a lot of guys that have tried yeah. to hurt me. Um, so I give him a headbutt. Now my headbutts, I've always done the unprotected ones, but it's the widow's peak, the widow's peak. Right there. Right. It's the junkyard dog headbutts. They're there, but it's not anything that's going to hurt, like anything that's going to distort or hurt any part of your face. I gave him a headbutt and he headbutted me right in the eye and he like had a hold of me as he kept headbutting me. You can hear me say, stop, don't. I let him get the last one in and then I just decked him. I couldn't, I, I didn't want to deal anymore. Um, did a couple of things. I would walk away to give him time to sell because I was getting irritated because he was no selling everything. But he would just pop right back up. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I tried to give him something else. And the finish was supposed to be me chucking him off the top rope through the barbed wire ladder. But I didn't know I didn't know if he would land right and I didn't sit well with me just sending him off. So I ended up doing a belly to belly with him so I can guide him down and make sure he landed flatter on the ladder. Because I didn't want something to happen and nip his head on it or something. I'm not an asshole. I'm a, I mean I am, but I'm not. And uh so we did the belly to belly and when I came down, the barbed wire went into my thumb, ran up my thumb and came out the top. I couldn't bend my thumb. Oh, and, it, and then my eye was also where that knot was had gotten a lot bigger and it was putting so much pressure where it was like I couldn't think. So I was like, okay, get in the locker room. So as soon as the match was over, I went straight back to the locker room. The uh, med started working on me and they cut that open to try to drain it a little bit. And they pulled the barbed wire out. I'm sitting back in the locker room and I'm hearing commotion, but I'm not thinking anything of it. And I hear, I hear somebody come back and say, Mickey, Ian, what's your inside? I was like, look, I got a match right after this intermission. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting worked on. Tell them I'm getting worked on. You know, I'll take the ass to you in later. So they yeah. go back and tell them. And they kept coming back and saying, no, Ian needs you. Ian needs you. And it just irritated me so bad. So I was like, fine. So I pushed away from the paramedics. And I went out there. By the time I went out there, he was on the ground. And there's everybody around him. And you see me going, okay, I don't know what happened. What's going on? And then Ian says something about, learn to sell or something. I don't know. I was like, okay, I need to go back. So Mike Levy came back there. I gave him a beer. I went to go talk to him about the match. Um, he said, thank you for the match. He shook my hand. And then he stayed after clean to help clean up the death match. And then he left that to go to the hotel to, to take a shower real quick, then came back and watched King of the death that night. Um, and then stayed after King to help me sweep up. And so there's actually a, a, somebody's got a picture of it of us cleaning up the uh, aftermath after King. And we posed for a picture right next to the scaffold with our push brooms and in one hand a beer and another, because we had just gotten beers because they had beers pulling alley and we were mm -hmm. drinking while we were cleaning up. So I figured everything was fine. Kosher. Okay. He's just like one of the people that likes to fight. I can fight. I grew up in the country. What do you think we did when we were bored? Oh, um, knuckles <laughs> and, and, and boxing each other. Um, and then a couple of days pass and, get a call from the police department and they talked, said there was an incident of a gang abuse. And I said, where was this at? And they told me it was at the bowling alley. I said, during what? And they said, you, you had a match. I said, well, when I had a match, it was just me and him. 
and he was fine. I, I don't, I don't understand. I said, I talked to him afterwards. He even hung out, helped clean up. He didn't have to do that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they ended up dismissing it before they even pursued it because there was the evidence of him coming back afterwards, having beers with all the wrestlers, you know, chilling out, just being part of the group and stuff, which we didn't care. Um, so that's what struck me as weird. And then the next thing you know, I have people sending me death threats and um, telling me that they hope that I break a leg. They hope I break my neck and die. When I broke my leg, they told me that I, I get a blood clot and die. That that was my karma. Um, oh, oh my yeah. God. All this bad shit. And then while I'm laid up with this thing on my leg, I see these YouTube videos that he released with some other guy. It was another larger guy talking about how IWA can save their financial uh, troubles if they sell my asshole to people to fuck. Oh and my like, so God. Saying has a, has a mental issue. Like uh -huh. really? I, I've never, I never thought it, there'd be a day that I would get so much hate for having a match with a man and then defending myself in that match to make sure I didn't get further hurt. Right. And everybody's like, well, that shit afterwards. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I watched it. I don't understand it. Tank broke his damn ankle trying to pop up over his head. You could see him try to lift it. Devin Moore's kick is always that super stiff. Pondo took care of him with that shot. I mean, I was like, I don't know. Maybe they thought it was a work. And Ian, I don't. I have no idea. And I don't even know how they all got out there so quickly. Because I literally came back and didn't see anybody go into the ring. I made my way back to the locker room. And by the time I came back out, there was all these people around the ring. I was like, huh, this is so weird. Yeah, because... I watched the video, right? I watched the match and I watched what happened after. And Ian came out, attacked him. And it was like a bunch of other dudes as well that like, I mean, and I'm sure it was a work, but it begs the question, was it a work or was it a shoot? You know what I mean? I know. Sorry. I know talking to like Tank, Tank broke his ankle um, doing the double stomp because he always does that. He always does that double stomp anyways off the top. But the way yeah. he does it, you can watch him. As soon as his his one foot is here, he tips it so it goes over top. So yeah. it's not like it actually because he's a he's a four hundred fifty pound guy. He doubles right. up somebody and like, for real, they ain't getting back up. And you can see him try to do that, but because it was on the barbed wire ladder, he actually twisted and broke his ankle in Ooh. the ladder trying to protect him. So, yeah. so that's what I tell people. I'm like, you think you? I, I'm not trying to say this kid doesn't have a strong strong. Um, pain determination or anything like that. But if you take somebody like Tank, who's a big guy, which if I'm in a bar fight, I want Tank on my side. Right. Um, Tank and Necro, and we got it. <laughs> Maybe Schlack, just because that's going to be fun. Um, oh, but yeah. anyway, Why yeah. that dude's fucking scary? <laughs> it, was like, it was like trying to put logic, but people at that time had already victimized him, and he took mm -hmm. 15 minutes and ran with it, which is probably the smartest thing anybody could do, right? They're going to take something that, that makes them a center of attention and, and keep running with it. So every so often, something would end up in a message board or on, on a post from a random source saying, well, what about what she did to Mike Levy? And I'm like, mm -hmm. come on, Mike, calm down, calm down. I, I don't understand why you want to forever be the guy that got his ass beat by a girl. I don't. But if that's, yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to be famous for, good luck to you. So then years later, people step, kept pissing me off about it so i just made a t-shirt oh, says do you want to do the next and it had a blank uh and then incident underneath of it so i can just write in their names when i go to wrestling so if i was wrestling like thunder kitty do you want to be the next thunder kitty incident 
And then on the back of it, it said hashtag my 2008. So I was like, why not? People are going to, people are going to villainize me if they want. They have for years just because of my association with Ian and RWA. And I, and I've had to deal with that. And I learned that fuck them. <laughs> I, I'm a pretty fun person to be around, I think. And I contribute. Hey, to cool as hell on here. That's the damn show. It's just for entertainment purposes. Think about it. If, if you go to a wrestling show and it's terrible or it's not your cup of tea, but you saw this one girl in nothing but a thong and bra get slammed on light tubes and cut in the ass with gusset plates and stuff, you're going to remember a half naked bra. That's all I'm trying to do is just make a memory. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> and that happened over like 10 years ago. And I mean, I'm sure when, when I was having complications during my pregnancy with my daughter, yeah. they were talking about how they hoped that I wish that they would wish I would die or I'd lose my kid. Oh my God. That's, 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 that's okay. So, yeah. That's, 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 that's over the too line. far. That's over the line. That's too much. Now, let so, me ask you this. Whenever you do appear on a podcast, is people like often ask you about the Mike uh, Levy incident? They do. Um, and, and I'm more happy to talk about it because it happened, yeah. whatever. But at the same time, I just wish that people. I wish that people, because uh, it's 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 been this way almost all my time in wrestling until most recently with this whole new woke uh, environment. But I wish people Chill. back then, yeah, I wish people back then would um, would have just stopped and and realized, you know, certain things, especially about, you know, if I don't think I'm a badass, but if I really wanted to hurt him, he's got a dick and balls. That's the yeah. one weakness women or men have over women. I will grab that like I'm trying to start a lawnmower. Like you gonna lose it if I have to worry enough. Oh yeah, this is one of those battle axes. Just snip it's, all it. in, it's all in the shoulder. You just got a nice shirt. It's <laughs> <laughs> again. This ain't gonna hurt a bit. What would you do? I'm just taking this balls. Thing is love, you know. Yeah, you just 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 cap to ten and you'll be all right. Just chop the son of a bitch and that's it. I watch too it's many just, horror movies. <laughs> I, watch just, I, watch. I don't know. I'll Let explain it, and, and it, it'll be written about in a book, and you know, I'll still get questions about it and asked if, if I was shooting on him and stuff. And then to that answer, I'm like, if I was shooting on him, why would I let him hit me with things? Right. If I was shooting on him, why would I go ahead and just say, you know what? It ain't worth fighting against you. We'll go tit for tat. Because that's all it ended up being. Was like, all right, he's not. I'm not gonna sit there and try to whoop this kid's ass. But he, if he's going tit for tat, we're going tit for tat, and mm -hmm. that's what I did. If I really wanted to hurt that kid, I would have just him and jumped off that rope, jumped up onto that ladder, and didn't care how he fucking landed. Um, and that's what I try to explain to people. I'm, I'm, I, I'm only a psycho crazy bitch when I get pushed to be a psycho crazy bitch. Yeah. And and you can see me walking away trying to calm down because. I am Irish and Italian and Native American Indian, and my simple hey, is Native American. Yeah, right. So I think everybody is. You know, yeah, it's at just, some point they 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 raped they raped everybody up there. Anyways, um, but it's just yeah, it is what it is. It's something I'm probably always going to have to answer to, and I still get death threats and people posting on YouTube videos talking about how. Fuck me, and they hope that I never wrestle again, let alone walk again, because of what I did to Lightning Mike Levy. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. 
Man, and that's sad that people still have to troll you over that. Yeah, that's, 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 fuck, that's pathetic. Yeah. That literally happened if that's, with 15 if that's years something ago. they need to brighten their day, then so be it. That's, yeah, that's sad. That's, that's you'll, you'll, you'll brighten your day up by making badass carry Christmas tree toppers and throwing your belt at your cat. And uh, hey, cat, take this. Not at the cat. Don't, don't, don't get heat on Dan. The hell's wrong with you? All right, he's not belt. trying to kill the cat. In the cat's direction. Jesus, I just scared the cat from stopping. Dan's gonna be on a freaking commercial. In the arms. But I do, I do want to ask you. About your your brief run in TNA, I, I know you weren't there long, right? No, just a couple shows. But it was it was alright. Um, there was definitely a clicky vibe with was the girls. There? Oh yeah. Because correct, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were with the beautiful people, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was safer to put me with them than make me wrestle them, I guess, because Angelina Love hated me. Really? Well, okay, she... let me explain. There's a story there. There's a story there. So Please tell us. I mean, if you ain't got time, I don't have to tell you. But um, Joey, when Joey Frank was booking the girl stuff, we wrestled in Lafayette, Indiana a couple of times, different shows. And so he had booked me versus Angelina Love on, on one of those shows. <laughs> and um, you get in the ring. She does all her stuff that she wants to do. I go to hit her with the forearm and she just drops like a sack of potatoes. It doesn't get up. So I'm like worried, concerned, you know, because I'd always worked snug when I was younger, but that's because that's the way I was trained. You know, I was told if I didn't hit them that I was going to get my ass kicked when I got in the locker room. So, yeah. um, so we got in the locker room and I told her, I said, Hey, you know, was everything okay to us? She didn't complain or say anything. She's like, yeah, everything's fine. Okay. So then that was around the time Prazak was talking to Ring of Honor, Gabe and them, about booking Ring of Honor Women's. And Tracy Brooks, which I absolutely adore Tracy Brooks, um, Tracy Brooks had told them, hey, you need to book Mickey. And he's like, well, Angelina says she's unsafe and she's going to hurt people. And they live together in that house up there. And so or Tracy told Prazak, and Prazak, you know, Said something to me. Well, we got booked against each other again. And same thing. We went we went and did like funny ha-ha spots in the beginning. And then I gave her a solid a solid strike and she dropped like a sack of potatoes. Now I'm getting a little irritated. So I get in the back and I said, Was there anything wrong with that match or anything I can change for next time? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, No, everything was great, fine. But then she ran back and ran her mouth to Gabe and them talking about how I hurt her again. And praise that came back and said, He's like, I'm booking you against her again. But this is what she's doing, so you need to fix this. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, you need to make her shut the fuck up. Okay. So I did the B-Boy drop kick with permission from B-Boy, but it's where they're sitting down in the corner with the, with the buckles behind them yeah. and drop kicking them in the face. And I told her, I said, I'm going to do this drop kick. Please make sure that the turnbuckle is at your shoulder blades, not behind your head, because your head needs to have somewhere to go. Okay. So we go to do everything, and I told her, I said, from the get, no, I said, from the get go. Um, hold on one second. No, take your time. Take your time. Oh, yeah, you good. If you need to do a fan, perfect. I got a fan right now. Matter of fact, Hogan. Hey, uh, no, no, no. I'm kidding, Hogan. No, don't, don't show up, Hogan. Don't, don't show up. <laughs> don't show up, Hogan. Anyway, sorry, I'm back. Yes, he's back. Anyways, 
So we go to wrestle the match. And this time I had her start off where um, she would start off hot. And she would she would attack me because she was healed at that time. And I had her start off hot. She got me in the corner, punched me in the face, kicked me in the vagina. Like, oh, my God. Okay. I was like, OK, fine. Bet. So she goes to shoot me off in the corner. and I reverse her. She takes the buckle. I, sh- I go do a running shoulder tackle. She sits down her ass. I go to run into after I, you know, signal the B-boy. I go to run in to do the B-boy. And I noticed that her head is right there at the turnbuckle or like with the back. And I was like, I told her not to threw it anyways. We get in the back. She can't like move her jaws. So I think I end up dislocating her jaw, breaking her jaw. And uh, I was so mad. I was just so irritated because all it would have taken if I did something she didn't like is just talk to me like a like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't get along well with some females. This is why. Um, just tell me what the fuck I did. If I did if I did something wrong, I'll apologize. I'm the yeah. first person to apologize to you, pro. Um, she got in back. She was kind of complaining. I walked over to her. And I said, now, is there anything that happened in that match or the other three, other two matches that you, did, you didn't like or you weren't comfortable with? She's like, I think you broke my jaw. I said, well, the next time you start running your mouth and talking shit, remember, you're going to get hit. And then at the time, she was, she was kind of sneaking around with another wrestler. It was in the locker room. So I apologized to the wrestler that I lost him his blowjob. He's like, oh, she's still got an asshole. I was like, that. Mama said, knocked you out. <laughs> it was at that point, it was like, it, there had been so much. And then if this girl's going to tell people I'm unsafe, then I hurt people and everything else. You know, fine, fuck it. Let me be her villain. Like I said, people need villains. Ding. I love it. I've always loved the villains. I got Maleficent on my arm because I love the villains. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm a villain type of guy too. So I'm Daniel's villain. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So what what did Lucha Macho say? I feel like that story has some deep stuff. So, yeah, when I went to, when I went to TNA to finish it, when I went to TNA, um, she found out I was with them. She wasn't happy. Um, she told everybody in the locker room about it. Uh, about me hurting her and stuff. So, uh, needless to say, one, I was told by Jeff Jarrett he did not want me wearing makeup because my character was to be like this tomboy was to be me, um, which is perfectly fine by me. I fucking hated wearing makeup at the time. And two, I hated being in the in the locker rooms or dressing rooms because it really was like a click. It was it was like being in high school all over again. Yeah. And they're the mean girls and you can't sit with us, you know? Um, but because homicide, um, and Hernandez and them were working there and I had known them because of Ian, um, you know, I kind of just hung out with them. They got, they got upset cause they got catering and down there they had like healthy food. And I had actually gotten yelled at because when I debuted, I had like the two weeks before I debuted, I had, I had went hard on this diet was running two or three times every day, trying to drop this weight. When I got to TNA, my my shorts were really baggy. And uh, Jared was like, I thought you'd be a little bit bigger. I was like, oh, well, I lost some weight for this. He's like, no, no, no. We, we want you. We want you like you are. And so he uh, had some people from television go out and get me uh, some chicken nuggets and french fries and chocolate shake from McDonald's. So I'm sitting there eating unhealthy fucking food while everybody else has got this healthy catering. And Yeah. Uh, by the way, not to, not to cut you off or anything, but we do have an episode of how I feel about Jeff Jarrett. It's uh, it, it's we we premiered it last year, 
go 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 check out that that re- that episode, me, because I have a I had a Michael Brawler because I was used to I used to collect stuff from uh, present teas, not present teas, mm-hmm. present crate, and one of the stuff was a Jeff Jarrett Michael Brawler, and so I literally because I can't stand Jeff Jarrett, I I just never liked. Him. I thought this man could never draw a dime. That's just me. That's just my opinion. Dan wasn't there that night. So we had another friend of mine, and I literally decided to chop up this Jeff Jarrett Michael Brawler into bits. And that ended up becoming the thumbnail of the podcast. Like, me would, it was like the Child's Play convert, like the first one, where he has the scissors and he's about to cut the clown's head. But we replaced the clown with Jeff Jarrett, and we put me with the scissors. So yeah, don't, don't don't give me a pair of scissors. Yeah. Okay, Sid. <laughs> you hush it over there, Joey. You gonna stay barn? Hey, look, you calm down over there, sir. Anyway, Sorry, I'm, I'm holding. I'm I'm holding a couple of pussies. Give me a second. I'm about to say, are you holding some pussies over there? You know, you hold all the pussy you want to. I do. I do. That's- that's why that's why I don't give books in places. You know what? Here at the world of kayfabe, we're open to all types of pussy. Yes. Especially Dan. No. Furry <laughs> <laughs> pussy. Yep, got you. So I actually got a question for you. I actually got a question for you. You've never I'm new to the game kinda. You've never wrestled in GCW yet, have you? Would you be up to it? Um, I think those right GCW crowds are hot. I think you would be perfect. Well, given the right circumstances, yeah. um, it it would depend on the circumstance. Right now, I because of the little war of companies, I feel like if, if there was any any conversation at this moment about me coming to GCW, I think it would be in retaliation against the person or the company I have their belt. Does that make sense? Oh, really? Um, and unfortunately, you get a lot of that, and that's when you kind of have to either choose money or morals. Really? And I'm a sucker for morals. Yeah, that's crazy. So, oh, wow. So, so no, I, I not, don't. So, no, not, I don't, it would just have to be done in a way that it's not going to depreciate my value at other companies as well. It's, really? it's just being smart. Um, really? Yes, because I, I, when, when, if I'm somebody's champion, I take that as a, as a sign of a respect that they believe that I can hold that and, and bring some type of accreditation to it. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't take that lightly. And a lot of times I'm like, no, I don't really think you should put the belt on me. I'm not a big belt person. I, I, I just, um, I feel uneasy about them, I guess. But if they hey, just do it at a can, no, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Trying to get Peter to come and storm my house now. Yeah, shut up. No, 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 no. We, we won't let that happen. Now I'm gonna be on the next the next TV show of Don't Fuck with Cats on Netflix. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> A walking episode of Animal Planet. Shut up. <laughs> well, if you saw my love life, it's probably very similar. So, Whoa. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and, and like I said, it would just be it would have to be at a done done at a time in a way that not only gets over what they want to accomplish for booking me, but also protects and safeguards other companies that I currently work for without, I, I'm not going to Jimmy Jacobs it and throw somebody's 
belt in a trash can unless, you know, uh, I'm, I'm Jake Crest and I don't get paid by Ian Rotten because that shit was hysterical. Um, uh-uh. The only time I was like, good for you, buddy. Yeah, I know he's. I know right now he's the Wrestling Revolver World Champion. That's a good promotion if you've never it ever is. watched it. It is. I watched the Revolver stuff. Wrestling, Mickey. Take your time, watch it. It is good stuff. Yeah, it, the recent one was really good. In a Check world, in in a world where there's so much indie wrestling and it's really hard to choose, Wrestling Revolver is man. It, it's good. My friends work there. I watch it. I really? watch indie wrestling more than I do, uh, like professional mainstream. Yeah, I mean, in indie wrestling, I, I, and I credit this to Nick right here because before really talking to Nick, I really didn't watch a lot of indie wrestling and just never just cared to watch it. Now, ever since we became really good friends and Joey as well, I've watched so much more. But my big kick is right now. I love. Um, I'm a big FMW fan. I love watching old Onita, Hayabusa, High Awesome shit. I love it. Do you watch any of that as well? Like old, like old, yeah. old stuff? Um, why am I hearing my sentence? Is it that good shit you got that's making you hearing yourself? No, it's like a, it's like a, a like a, an echo of like like say if you got good stuff, it'll make you hear stuff. It's like it's like whenever you're playing GTA and you're high as hell and you hear yourself. Luna's, Luna's driving me nuts. Hold on. No worries. <laughs> what? Bro, Nick. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's great. She's fucking great. I love it. I love a guest that just keeps talking, keeps talking. I love it. Yeah, that's great. We need we need more people like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get her to uh Oh, we're still we're still live, pal. Yeah, yeah, Joey, yeah. Uh, Dan, shut up. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see the recording thing. I'm over here just playing with my Hayabusa mask. Yes. I should have done this yeah. for Halloween. Now that I think about it, I should have worn this for Halloween. I wore what? a psycho clown mask. I did, but I couldn't because it was it was complete latex. I couldn't get it past my head, so I had to like paint his face on me. And then put it like where it has a hat out to the ring. Well, yeah. I did Oscar Meyer. So yeah, I do watch Japanese wrestling. Um, I haven't watched a lot of it lately. I'm jumping back in, guys. Come on. No. Come on. I said I I did Oscar Myers for Halloween. You did. You were a wiener. So I was a hot dog wiener with Michael Myers mask. That could open up a whole new fetish or horror movie site. Yes, it could. Yes, it could. It could hey, it couldn't be any more worse than Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I mean, I haven't. I, I haven't almost bought that, that DVD. Yet, I've seen it. It's the most horrible yet most beautiful low that. budget horror movie. I kind of go to Pondo for all my horror movie needs. He's yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. definitely a movie junkie. Yeah, he messaged me the other day and was like, "Yo, Dan, Dan," because he calls me Dan, Dan. He's like, "Yo, Dan, Dan, you excited about Terrifier 3? I said, "Yes, hell yeah, that's my shit." I think we should take a, I think we should take a field trip and go see it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you, where do you reside at? I live in Louisville, Kentucky. I, I live real close to Pondo. Do you really? I thought she's going to bust out with parts unknown or something. Like, <laughs> I live in parts unknown. 
<laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. From my mom's poop shoot. Yes. <laughs> I don't even give you my shoot location. The fuck, bro. Yeah, I still. I, we we're gonna get him again on the show pretty soon. Probably yeah, we when Terrifier Three comes out, so we get his opinion on it. I yeah. love. I will say the first one was really awesome, and like the second one was second a lot one, better. Yeah, I, I didn't like. It's hard I like to the pick, first one better than the second. That's how I feel. Like the the second one had better story, in a way, whereas the first one had like really good kills. Don't let Pondo talk you into watching Serbian film. Serbian? Wait, why? <laughs> Did you say Serbian I think I just film? A can of worms. Serbian film. Yeah, Serbian is Russian? No. Yes? Oh, yes. no. They do English subtitles, but that's not why you shouldn't watch it. Um, when, when Pondo made me watch it, we were all living in a house together. It was me, Pondo, and a guy named Juicy Jimmy, um, who, who's a like my big gay, my big gay friend. Um, and, uh, Pondo comes in and we we're probably about three bowls deep. Uh, and I was like, oh. Hey, watch this horror movie. And I'm like, sure. Right. Let me, let me pack another one. Right. So I'm packing this bowl and he starts it and it starts off great. A guy's filming a porn outside of a club and he's, he's getting like serviced in the back of this alleyway. Right. And you're like, yeah. Oh shit. This is the starting point? Hell yeah, we're doing great. You don't have to wait all the time. But that movie was like a snowball of... I had nightmares. And it's not because it's gory or anything like that. It's just so fucked up. When you think it can't get any worse, it gets so much worse. Like, so much worse. And Tondo so tells close. everybody... I love the, tells I everybody, love the like, Zoom Don't read up. the reviews. Don't read the, the story. Dramatics. Just go and watch it fine. <laughs> don't watch it. Because I'm still horrified by some of those scenes. And it was just I'm, fucking disturbing. I might watch it. So what's the one? So there's there's uh, Pearl, Maxine. Um, oh, my God. What's the first one where they it's like in the 70s and they go and they they drive to Texas to film a porno. And the, the old guy. In there, so no, 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 no. Yes. Uh, what was it? X. So, so there's X, there's Pearl, and then there's Maxine, the third one. Yeah. Dude, X is so fucking good. Is it? Bro. Can't I'm going to show my age. I never heard of that movie. It, dude, it just came out like two years ago. Oh, oh. oh. Dude, it's campy as all fuck, it's, but it's so good. My bad. You know, um, that's how I met uh, my now uh, boyfriend, fiance. Um Congratulations! I, I was, Hell yeah! Uh, we're not in any rush get married. I just got over a bad divorce, and I I am not in any hurry to I jump don't back into you. that tree. Don't. We're here. Um, I don't blame you. Uh, but it's pretty cool. So the way we actually, he he's a wrestler too. That he's like a local wrestler, and he's fine with that. Um, but he uh, I sent him something on Facebook, you know, just making sure he was okay because he was going through a rough time too. And um, I had asked him a questionnaire and I had purposely changed one of the questions in the questionnaire to say, could you ever be friends with benefits with somebody just to see what he would say? Um, because why not? And he answered, it depends. So I told him, I said, Hey, you know, I don't have my kids this day. Do you want to come over, hang out, watch a movie? He's like, Oh, I've got this great new horror movie that I want to see the high or the, the commercial looks great for it. The trailer, we should definitely watch it. And I'm like, all right, cool bet. 
That was the worst movie I've ever, like, we literally kept watching it, and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on, and it's so not cool. But that, that led to, movie. that led to us hanging out, hang, hanging out later. My daughter's with an earshot. Um, hanging out later. Um, yeah. To initiate yeah. their friends with Benny's, and then we were friends with benefits for almost a year before I told him that we could. Uh, I would like to try a relationship. So now I gotta ask you. I gotta. What movie caused y'all to? Unicorn killer. Unicorn killer. Unicorn killer. That is the, the guy most walks unoriginal fucking name. Horse head, with this horse head on, and he's got a speedo and sparkly white boots. That's some shit like you would see on Dead Rising, the video game. Nick's like, shit, let me go get my boots. Yeah. Wow. It's not like so some terrible. like Dead Rising. Like, if it wasn't shit. for that terrible movie, who knows what would have happened? <laughs> I I'm about to text my girlfriend and say, hey, you want to go watch Unicorn Killer? Yeah. Good yeah, movie. She will, get, she will just get so distraught. She'll be like, you know what? Let's go have sex instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go and hit it. Where's yeah. that light soundboard? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like the whole like, ah, thing. <laughs> there it is. I just watched I just watched the Adam Sandler movie, um where he plays like the famous kid that hooked up with the teacher and had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that years ago. I don't remember the name of it though. Yeah, yeah, I think you Google try to that. find it. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. That's my Thank you, Mickey. That's, Google that, Joey. Uh, that's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. That was a uh, that was a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the script of the movie. It's a movie. <laughs> it's that's a movie. Is that the movie with I'm gonna sound stupid as hell. Is that the movie with Andy Samberg? Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought yes. So. I mean, I watched it for like the very Adam first time. Sex with, his, with the grandma. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was wild, bro. It was awesome. Good shit. But yeah, so right, what? You, so what? What music do you listen to? I like a little bit of everything. Um, it just what was going on your on recent player? Um, I like oh, the man. uh the grunge nineties. Yeah. Um. I like the old school hip hop. Nice. Like, you know, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac. Um, That's a good I do like Eminem. Judge me all you want, but I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I even listen to Ghost sometimes. Um, Bob Marley. Um, Ghost is the shit. Miley Cyrus, because I think she sounds a lot like Stevie Nicks sometimes. And I'm a huge Stevie Nicks fan, too, so... She was actually in New Orleans, I, I believe, like recently. I want to say she was in New Orleans, and that's where I'm kind of from. Like, I'm two hours away from New Orleans. I've and, always wanted uh, to go to Mardi, <coughs> Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. Dude, maybe it's, we should go just tape it. Dude, it's literally the Mardi Gras, like, capital of the world, New Orleans. Of course. So, Mickey, since you're an Adam Sandler fan, do you, do you recognize where this is from? It's a John Cena shirt. No. Oh, the Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> It's Waterboy. Yeah, it's my Bobby Boucher bourbon bowl jersey. <laughs> my mom, Unfucking believable. 
This the only person memory, so they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. So I went to the mall Monday to go uh, take my daughter to go see Santa, and the only person that recognized his jersey was fucking Santa Claus. Hell yeah, Santa! <laughs> he was like, he was like, man, yeah, that's my a mama said, jersey. My mama, my mama, my mama he said, was like, he was like that's such said. a great jersey, and I was like, yeah, it's the greatest football player that ever lived. I don't oh, care. Curtis, that, Curtis, Santa, Santa, you wrong. So. And Nikki right. Bella, of course, you'll be who boobies. And they were nice. I liked him too. I liked him too. too. <laughs> All right. Daniel FaceTimed me that, that day. He's like, hey, buddy, look what I got. And I'm at work, and he's like, yeah, this is what I got. And he's like, oh, dear Jesus, why did you get that? Why? It's awesome. It's, a yeah, it's, really it's actually really good. Because even if nobody knows what it is, it makes him look like he's a football player. So then they're like, "Hey, what's up?" Because they. Well, don't oh, and your friend, hey, and your friend Renee Boucher. Yeah. Love the fuck out of this jersey. Yeah, Davey, Davey tagged him in it, and all that. Well, well, the guy he liked to mock all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll save that yeah. for another time. But, yeah. Uh, do we have anything else left for Mickey while we're here? I will say this: I started uh, jamming out to. I don't know if you're into this band or not. Um, sleep sleep token. token. Yes, I have been a huge fan of Sleep Token. They're kind of, I will say, they're like ambient metal, right? Yes. Okay. They're very like, like they're kind of no, like Tool. They're very get high. <laughs> I get used high and, like like heavy stuff too, like the paramedics. Um, sorta. Which I fun fact, I wore that shirt to wrestle when I tagged Matt Tremont. Um, yeah. for the Kings and Wing tournament. And I didn't know that, but now I, I got to hang out with Schlag, and that's apparently one of the bands he used to be in. And I was like, it is a small fucking Talk world. Talk to me like, about that. How was hanging out with Schlag? Because I hear some uh, yeah. crazy stories. That, that dude is fucking scary. I watched an episode <sighs> before. So before you say anything, I watched an episode of Juice Progressive Podcast, which is our, our good friends over there, which uh, Sred is actually my uncle. It's, it's good shit. No, but really and truly, like, he seems like a crazy motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But he's an honest crazy motherfucker. Yeah, which, obviously. Which, if you're going to have a combination, that's the combination you want. Right? Oh, yeah. Just just being, like, Schlack brings so much to the locker room, but he's very passionate about... He's very passionate about wrestling, about deathmatch wrestling, protecting deathmatch wrestling, you know, going to the extreme that he needs to go because he's fucking schlack. Right. Um, and I think that's one thing, you know, one thing amongst a lot of things that we have in common is that we both try to go as balls to the walls as we can every time, yeah. like it may be our last time. Um, the other thing about schlack is, you know, he is, he can be soft-spoken. <laughs> he <laughs> If if I've seen him like defuse a situation where um, there was somebody that was kind of near the group that wasn't supposed to be, you know, made everybody uncomfortable and let it, let it be for Slack to be the nice guy, and be like, "Hey, man, making people uncomfortable, you're gonna have to leave." Like super nice about it, but then he turns around, and he's like, "What's that guy?" And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "But I mean, you got you got some fuses loose, and I like it. It's okay. We can be friends." But like I said, if I'm, uh, I can't wait to go to England with Schlack and Necro. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Awesome. That sounds they, like they, they said that the host, the people that are hosting us or whatever. I, I don't know if we're staying in a host family or if we're staying in a hotel. 
but they said the people that are going to be in charge of us, basically our handlers, um, are, are excited and scared. That's awesome. <laughs> if you had to pick three people to represent American Deathmatch, why not? <laughs> Wait, now when, you, when are you going over there? In February. Nice. And now, is this your first time to the UK? No, this is my second time. The first time to my UK, into the UK, I was 20. Um, and I went over there. I went over there because somebody got sick and they needed another American for this deathmatch tournament they were having. Um, of course, because they were already taking Ian. Ian pitched my name because I had a passport. And voila, I went over to England. And uh, they had shown clips of me just getting my ass beat by, like, Necro, Brain Damage, Tank, you know, all these big guys. And there was an actual, like, boycott picket out in front of the building of all these women because they thought it was promoting domestic violence. Oh, wow. And I had to explain to them. I said, first off, you should have probably picked some better clips. But I get it. It was the bloodiest scenes. That's looking for in deathmatch promotion. But at the same time, like I had to cut a whole promo after the match because I invited the women in to watch it. I said, look, you don't have, you know, just come in and watch this one match, my tree. But I want you to like, just, just watch what I do. And then if you still think what I do is disrespectful, you know, or disgraceful to women, I won't come back over here and do it. And so they came in and watched it and they actually liked it. Um, because like I said, during the matches, I do get my ass beat a lot. But I also am very resilient. Like I said, I got my ass beat a lot as a kid. It's nothing new. Um, yeah. Built me up to this. Made me thicker on the skin. Um, but at, at the same time as I also dish back out. I'm not just some damsel in distress that needs somebody to help me. I'm somebody that is very capable of getting into a back alley fight. And I may not win, but the other person's going to know. Like, yeah, for that, sure. That's, how I yeah. that's just my general consensus of life. Um, and then after the match... They, they were happy, and then right after my match, they had some weird five-way between some girls. It was right after my match. I was so irritated, and the whole Jesus. match consisted of them giving a lap dance to the wrestler that was, like, guest refing the whole match, and that's all it was, and I was like, okay, look, that probably should have been put on before I went out there and got my ass kicked and trying to prove that women can be in this level with the men and then that. Like, it just irritated me so much. And then there were so many guys over there that was pissed off that we were over there. Um, yeah. And actually, they yelled at us and told us that we were taking their spots. And I was like, well, you need to talk to promoter. I just, I just got booked. I don't, you know. Yeah. And of course, Ian says, well, you can't, or you can't do what we do. And I was like, ah, oh, here we go. Um, so it was like mixed feeling, I guess. But like after I wrestled there, I felt like I accomplished something because at least I got some of those women that were so dead set against it, that were so ready to just die on the on the on the stone fort or whatever, um, to get, actually where they're like, okay, now this makes sense. And they even told me, well, if we would have saw some clips of you beating up in, we probably would have came and watched. And I'm like, I didn't make the clips. That's it. You know, yeah. that was their bad promoting, and thankfully they didn't get the show shut down, but they wanted to. Now, usually one of the final questions that we ask a guest before we wrap it up is if you have a dream opponent that you can, that. that you can still get in the ring with and have a death match with, who would it be? And it could be anybody. We don't care. 
If you say Daniel, I, I won't. I won't. I, I'll watch it. Really? You know what? I bet. No knock against him, but I bet you can put on a better death match with him than Joey Janela did. I love Joey Janela to death, but if they built that match up to be the greatest death match, and. Yeah, it, it was. That would just be my my first pick. Is June the second pick would probably be Alex Cologne. Ooh, 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 okay. Or or Sick Boy, or Pagano. Ooh. Okay, okay. Ooh. I was choosing guys. Um, yes. that, that's what I would pick. If I was choosing girls. God, it killed me that that uh. Awesome, or uh, that con came over here, and uh, I didn't get to work with her. And you're talking about awesome con? Okay. The the jet the. I'm high. Uh, are you talking? Are you talking about Asha Kong? Yeah, Asha Kong. Asha Kong. Okay, okay. Uh, I wanted to wrestle her, and she came over here. Miami Toyota. Toyota. Okay. I love okay. Her stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know she's not doing it anymore, but that would have been a dream of mine. Because she was uh, an FMW, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. yeah I got to wrestle Megumi Kudo, so that was really cool. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, and then from Mexico, I'm trying to think of a, a girl from Mexico I haven't worked with that I want to. Who's the Who's the woman in XPW that wears the mask? You know, What's her name? Lunart. That's it. That's it. Have you wrestled her yet? Oh, yeah. That's who really? I won the belt off of. Mm -hmm. That's who I thought. That's who I thought. I just didn't want to sound like an idiot. I mean, that's not the first time. Fun, fun fact, the first time I wrestled her was actually in Mexico. Um, it was in Mexico City, and it was for her belt that she held down there, and I actually beat her for that belt wow. and brought it back to America, and it's never been taken back to Mexico. They never brought me back for it. So I just really? So yeah. do you still have that belt, or it's somewhere? My kids started playing wrestling because she used to have. We used to get her like little leotards and stuff, and she yeah, do ring entrance and stuff, and carry belts and pictures. Um, so yeah, but it's somewhere, somewhere. Cool. Yeah, I'm the new Mexican champion. That's Ow. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the Mexican deathmatch champ. That's right. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. This belt's never leaving me now. <laughs> you know, ever since we wrestled that match in Mexico, it's it's kind of been like kindred spirits. Fun fact: both me or so. It, it's gonna sound creepy now. I'm gonna say it out loud, but it's not meant to be creepy. Um, there's four wrestlers that have known Necro since they were 17, and it's okay. me, Sage Sin, Ladark, and Randy West. And look how we all turned out. So, just saying. Nice. That's cool. I didn't. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. But not in a dirty. Don't get it. <clears throat> oh, no, he's been like, no, no. Anyways. Wow. I was just coughing. I was literally just coughing just now. Yeah, Nick, where we, we seen where that was going. I was literally just coughing. <laughs> I saw stuck in my throat. Yeah. He, he went, oh. <clears throat> I, uh -huh. Bro, <laughs> I literally okay, had so something stuck in my. Up, I'm getting your address. Yep. 
And then I'm going to give my kids Mountain Dew and Pixie Sticks and drop them off at your front step. You're welcome. <laughs> yep. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'll drown them kick you in the face. I'm going to kick you in the back Dad, of the head. They're fired. Generation my ass. Tom Brokaw was a punk. <laughs> <laughs> One of my all-time favorite movies, man. I love Tom like a spider monkey. Like a spider monkey. <laughs> 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 well, Nick, do you want to do the outro? Let Mickey promote her wherever she's going right. to be at. So this is where we move, we shut up, and we let you do your promotion, like where where they can find you, how they can find you, and all that good stuff, and put down your social media and anything else. So this is. Oh, can I also do a personalized message? Oh yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Okay, because this will all be edited, I guess, right? No. No, well, not at all. Well, I don't yeah, know. Joey may edit it. Fuck no. Um, it's unedited. Before before we go into that, uh, so I've been I've been at this new kick for about four years. Almost going on five, right? Since I've been back. Um, and I've been doing pretty well, I think. Mm -hmm. Most of my matches, you know, people seem to like them. They seem to entertain people. Uh, entertain me, you know. So... So I'm just going to start having to call out people until I get the matches that I, I've been told that I need in order to be the top echelon of Deathmatch uh, Wrestling's Elite. Um, so I'm still waiting for because it looks like they give every every other girl the opportunity to wrestle these guys, but the motherfuckers forgot about Dre. Um, so John Wayne Murdoch, Alex Glone, uh try to think because I'm really hot. Um, I've never wrestled Schlack one-on-one -on -one at all. I've never wrestled... Well, I haven't wrestled Necro in a long time. That would be good. I'd love to wrestle Necro again, especially now that I heard his punches are even harder. Jesus. Uh, like any top-name deathmatch guys that you can think of, that everybody puts on that shelf of being the baddest motherfucker, how come I can't get my matches with them? Like, I know I'm not skinny, and I know I'm not pretty, but damn, I show my butthole every damn show. What else do you want from me? Really? And I do it while I'm getting my, you know how many times I've gotten cuts down there? Really? It's messed with my love life. Not so much, though, because, you know, when there's a will, there's a fucking way. But, you know, I'm sacrificing a lot just to get the shit that I need. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to blow any promoter because I, uh, if I want to blow somebody, it's going to be because I want to blow them, not because I'm trying to get a push. That's just stupid. Uh, but with that being said, don't raise your eyebrows at me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. I, I, want you, said, I want you to shoot. Please shoot. Please shoot. This is a like, come to a podcast and shoot as much as you want. I feel like because if these guys weren't so scared... That I feel like at this point it's no longer they don't know. I feel like it's they're scared that um, I'm gonna go code Mickey on you and um and and, and kill you. And that's not why I want to play with you all at all. I'm just doing it solely just to make sure when people do the Mount Rushmores that at least I'm in like one out of a thousand. That's all. Right. That's it. Yeah. Um, 
but I'm, 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 I'm just like, I don't know what else I have to do. Um, other than start calling like Shane Douglas and these motherfuckers, just like, what the fuck? Just show up at shows. We're like, I'll, I'll get next. I'll wait. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to do. So at this point now, it's a point of, I think they're scared. And, and if they weren't scared, they have every right because I know they've got the fool to do it to go to any promoter and say, Hey, I think you should let me wrestle Mickey because I've known y'all for years, but I feel yeah. like you're ducking and diving. Right. And that's what I feel because you're friendly to me in the locker room. You're friendly to me everywhere else. Um, but you give every girl around me, every girl around me a shot, but not me. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the time you make your shot. Give Mickey a shot. Hashtag give Mickey a shot. Give Mickey a chance. Yeah, can we make that? Hey, can we make that a hashtag here at the World of Kayfabe? Hashtag let Mickey fuck someone. Oh, better yet, better yet, I got a better one. I got this. May copyright for it. I don't really give a shit. Fight Mickey, fight. Fight Mickey, fight. (laughs) I like it. So I was. I almost just texted Pondo just now and said. Hey, Mickey is on our show right now, loading up the promo gun, about to shoot on all your asses. I'm no, loving it. I'm here for I it. I have no, no problem with wrestling me. I have the most fun when I wrestle. But we have more fun tagging because it's like an instigation. Mm-hmm. You know, like he does some bullshit when we tag where um, we'll be on a PG show where I can't curse. And he'll go, hey, we're heel and hand me the mic and say cut a promo right in the middle of the ring in front of everybody. I'm like, you son of a no swearing. Yeah. No swearing. Joe, did you just fart, by the way? No. Who? Somebody just farted. Was it you, Dan? I reset my, no. ch- I reset my chair and my chair makes... Oh, that's what that was. Not. I thought you farted or something. Because <laughs> the way you got up and just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, literally, he literally just got up, like, the whole time. At least I muted my mic. That's awesome. Look. I had to mute my mic when I had to fart. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sorry, like you know. But Joey just went <laughs> like he but literally been like times he... before where I'm okay. I'm gonna tell you something, and and I hope these people don't figure out it's me. Um, but I don't think they will. Anyways, I was wrestling the show, um, in in Alabama, and it was kind of oh. like at this church kind of building where it's like the old stone cathedral type. Yeah, and we had to go out from the outside inside to the entrance and it was yeah. freezing cold anyways and so i'm getting ready to go and it hits me and i've got a fucking shit and i'm like dude if i take a bump it's gonna come out like i already know like it's it's at the door knocking it's it's begging it's like please mommy let me out I just <laughs> she, she said i'm prairie dogging it <laughs> and um so the the match before us just ended and i said hey I have to go to the bathroom. Do I have time? They said, no, they're getting ready to announce right now. I'm like, okay, can we stall? And they're like, no, because we're on, we, they want to stay on time. Like, Shit. So it, because in this building, there's a lot of step down stoops that go into these doors that are in the basement area of this church. There, so there's like a little stoop in this dark corner. I, dude, I just, I just, I couldn't help it anymore. I just fucking popped the squat. Right there on that stoop, shit. Like it came out in seconds. Fucking thankfully, it was all clean and shit. Pop the squatch. And I'm sitting there going, Jesus, if those church people find it, I don't know if they're going to take the act of God or terrorism. 
I'm like, Ugh. so I haven't, I haven't told anybody about it. But holy man, man, I had so, to shit. So are we the uh, first podcast that you've ever said that story about? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we got a shit story on the podcast. Yeah, first shit story. We got, oh. we got some really holy shit here. Holy yeah. shit! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Chat, holy we need shit. to have a holy shit. Chat, we need to have a holy shit chant. Oh, that we need to have a holy great. shit chant. The other, the other reason why, why I decided to shit, well, because Lufisto told me a long time ago, and it's stupid, but it's kind of like a superstition. If Ow. you take a shit before your match, fucker, you're supposed to use the pocket pussy after we're done, bro. Nick just took a shit. <laughs> no, no, I stubbed my fucking toe. Uh -huh. Fucking uh -huh. damn! Uh -huh. He's just fucking Yeah, uh, he made me lose track. Oh Jesus! Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. You said you were talking about Lufisto. Yeah, you about Lufisto. Oh, told me a long time ago. She said, "If you shit before your match, your match will be good because you left the shit in the toilet." There you go. I shit every day. Like if I take a nice shit before a match, I will walk out saying, "Guys, this is gonna be a good day." I just yeah, took it. You know what? Maybe I need to take that approach before I go to work. Yeah, I just took a shit in yeah, the parking you lot. Shit, shower and shave before work. Well, I usually shower and shave. I, I don't have to take a shit until I get to work. I clock in, then I go to the bathroom. I mean, I'll I don't have to take a shit. shit paid for I don't have to take a shit until after I get home, and I work twelve-hour shifts. So, so no. my kids will not will not poop in school. Well, I. Bro. I, I I'm glad you mentioned that because I never did that. Well, I mean, I, that was, and I mean, a handful of times I shit at school. Like I was deaf, not, not deathly afraid, but I just, I didn't care for public restrooms. That's just me. Specifically like a Walmart. I don't really care for a Walmart bathroom. I don't care where it's at. This is the first for us, man. <laughs> I don't like literally like the other day. I have to go to Walmart. And it's like, man, I have to really take a big ass shit. Like, I have to take a shit. So and I've, it's like, I've learned if you take a shit in a public place and you've got a song queued up and ready, give me any song. Doesn't matter what song it is. Yeah. Makes it a little bit more unnerving for other people and better for you. Because so if I sing it, so if I sing Don't Stop Believing. Yes. I, I, did, I did Never Gonna Give You Up the other day. There you go. There you I go. I like that. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna yeah, let you. What's the alternative? They hear plops. Come on now. I'm a fucking lady. I try That's to great. cough. I cough to mask it, so I'll be like. <laughs> no, but like I was facing a bad dilemma. Should I shit in a Walmart uh, bathroom, or do I shit on myself? And I'm not, I'm not going to show myself. So, yeah, I had to. And, and my local Walmart is, like, nasty as hell. Like, yeah. they don't clean up. They don't do none of that shit. So I had to risk you, you it. Got, you got a bout of crabs along with your, yeah. your bowel Possibly. release. Yeah. Possibly. But, oh, you my know. God. Like, literally, I had to, all right, show me clean toilet. And like, sure enough, I was like, bum, all right, bum, good. Bum, bum. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Bum, 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 bum. It, it was just. It was actually not bad. And my camera's out of focus. She's like, "Yeah, gotta line up for a fourth one on this one." 
Hey, this is a damn good episode. Yeah, this is the third one, Dan. Why are you judging? Not at all. Why are you fucking counting? I'm not. I love weed. Why are you counting? Like, I feel judged. I feel very judged. Now you're not my favorite. No judgment. No judgment. No, that's bullshit. Fuck him. I'm the favorite. Suck it. No, but I want to make I want to make T-shirts that say I can't make his favorite. And then. Dad, suck it! <laughs> Ow! God damn it. You, keep taking, you keep taking bumps tonight. <laughs> I hit, I stubbed my toe on the desk and I just almost sat my balls. Fuck. Come on, your balls are not that big. Or do you have old man saggy balls? <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, sure. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Uh, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Well, at least, at least, at least you're not the the scariest dick I've ever seen. I would ask, but <laughs> this no, is a wrestling you. podcast. I'll tell you, it's a wrestler. Joy, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was, like I said, a lot of a lot of my matches that I did was. For dumb luck, because uh, I happened to show up and had my gear right place, right right, right time. And we were wrestling a show in Indiana, some kind of obscure building. Um, and Two Cold Scorpio was on the show, but his opponent didn't show up. And I just happened to luck into wrestling fucking Two Cold Scorpio. Shit, yeah. So he was late getting there because of the weather, because we were up in northern Indiana and it's winter time. Yeah. And so he gets there, and I was always told to. Pop a squat next to the vet. You hear, you listen to them, whatever they say goes, blah, 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 right? So there was no other chairs. So I just sat on the floor kind of in front of him off to the side right here. And he starts getting dressed while he's talking to me, going over everything. As he's talking to me, he like has this towel over top, da, da, da. And he takes off his pants. He's doing something. And next thing you know, I see something from under like the towels right at his knees. I see something from under and like rolled out. It was like, and I was like, what is, and it was his dick. And and I was like, you know, I'll come back. Uh, no. Then, <laughs> we were all... It was fucking huge, bro. It was really long. That's a shish kebab right there. That's that's not that that that's like a horse dick. That's what mm, that's just oh goodness. No, anyways, so it's sad that I've heard we were all stories getting, about that. We, we, we were all partying. Um he made a joke and he's like, so so you wouldn't you wouldn't like a dick like that? And I was like, hell no, that scares the fuck out of me, man. I was like, penetration. Yes. Oh yeah. And so like, but yeah, that's decapitation. Like I was like, bro, I didn't need to see your dick. I mean, it's a dick, but it was a dick, you know. It was a dick. This is this is the part of the show where we're about to get very dirty. So if you want to hear this story, subscribe to our uh, special. No, I'm just joking. We need to play the we need to play the Pornhub the little yeah but, yeah that's what Joey should have did the first you know a lot picture. of the stuff that I've done has ended up on fetish sites really now I'm on fetish sites for for feet because of the barefoot thumbtack match I'm on fetish sites look why are you looking up four K four four K yeah. But I'm on I'm yeah, on the site the, the cunt monkey punch that I do. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I'm wow. on fetish sites for that. Or for the, like, they put me on fetish sites for like Dom and sub shit. Cause I guess some of the things I do is really sexual. So, you know, when in Rome, <laughs> look, now he's definitely looking. He's like, <laughs> we're going to have the Pornhub intro for that one. No, um, if I had more time, I probably would have ran OnlyFans during the, the COVID thing, but I worked at a hospital, so I didn't have any time. Um, I, I, kinda, I don't uh, remember that, but I don't know if I, anybody would want to see my fat ass, but you know. Oh, you I get a lot of people in my inbox that say they do. I'm about to say, yeah, you'd be surprised nowadays. I mean, oh, no. I get people, like, I had some guy send me a message. He said, Can I fuck you in the ass and take you to dinner? And I was like, That's a little reverse. Like, <laughs> that's very straightforward, my guy. Like, Jesus. <laughs> but it's reverse. Don't you normally go eat dinner? I mean, I guess you don't want me to load up if it's like my a ass. dinner and a date. Well, hey, let's let's have some fun first. You want to eat first? No, no, no. Can no. we go? Bowling? Wanna Can we go fucking bowling? Gonna... Watch a terrible movie. I don't care. It's like I'm gonna eat. You're just gonna enjoy it. You know what I mean? He's like, you wouldn't have happened to seen Unicorn Killer, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or I have. I had a some guy wanted me to move in with him. Um, me and my kids. After I started going through the divorce, he asked me to move in with him. That he would. He would work and pay all the bills but um he wanted me to uh humiliate him and treat him like an animal and keep him in a kennel and let my kids oh, be mean Lord. to him and i was like ah that's, that's one of my five hard no's that... i can't do that i have five hard no's nah. with sex and wrestling five hard no's I, I i couldn't i don't see how people like that um so you, okay so you've opened up these can of worms what are these five hard no's yeah. No piss, shit, vomit, kids, or animals. There you go. Okay. I'll take so it. So if you say, hey, will you try? Yes, as long as it does not include one of those things, except for maybe one might be depending on a situation and the person. I don't know. You know, this has been the most open podcast. This is, yeah, I was just and about I to say that. Like, I, this I can't wait to start my own podcast. Y'all have, to, y'all have to come on that. I'm going to do an Aunt yeah. Mickey Talk Sex. What is that? What? Aunt Mickey Talk Sex. I'm just gonna have random guests on, like Necro and Pondo and Schlack, and talking about like first times or weirdest place or anything. I actually have. Well, um, you know what? I'm already gonna say this. I'm already gonna say this. Wait, wait. There you go. I'm already gonna say this. Look how cute. That's that belt from Mexico. Oh Oh, shit! And that's my daughter when she was, I want to say, two or three. So it's my me, belt now. Yeah, I ain't getting this back from Mexico. Yeah. Hold on. I actually want to show Mickey something really quick. This is my baby. Look. Let me find her. And she was part. She did the intro for our uh, podcast. For this while. is my little baby right here. I mean, oh, they're so cute when they're that age. That's my that's my little Pookie. She's my wrestling buddy. I I yeah. have no kids. They're kids. adorable when they're at age, and now my daughter's eleven and acting like she's grown. And it's so weird, though, because I have grown men scared of me, but yet if I threaten to whip my kids, they laugh at me because I don't. I've never. I never whip my kids. I don't whip my kids. I don't scream. I don't like screaming. I don't like yelling. I try to talk things out. It's their life, you know. I try to tell them the goods and the bads of all their decisions and let them choose because it ain't my life. You're fucking up yeah. your own shit. I'm not gonna fuck up your shit. So. I try to do a very, I don't like to be hovering or or too much like to where 
but I am always there. So like, even when I go to wrestling shows, a lot of times, if it's not, if it's not the more risque bookings, like, you know, XPW and some ICW shows, uh, I'll take them with me, but you know, I'm, I'm a parent. I can't believe parents bring their kids to those shows. Oh, just about the action. Have you ever brought your kids to a show? Like, yeah. Death match show. Um, I used to not bring them around the death match. I would just bring them to regular shows when they were mm-hmm. much younger. Um, they would see me like the day after or something, and I'd have some cuts and tell them, mommy just got a boo boo and I'm fine, you know. Um, but my youngest, Jude, uh, he's mm-hmm. now eight. A couple years ago, when um, I was out of town, he would sneak and watch me on ICW. Like, he'd sneak into the room with, with nobody else knowing like my boyfriend or it, whoever's watching him. Um, and he would watch these death, watch me in these death matches and watch these death matches. And then he's like, mommy, don't get mad. I watched your matches. I want to be there. I want to see it. And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. Talk to his dad. And I had to explain to him. I was like, you know, this is a lot, much more violent thing. You don't do it. Mommy's been doing it for years. Um, and mommy's Okay. Even if you think I'm not okay, it's going to be okay. Um, so then he started, he came to a wrestling show. It was ARW and Indy. And okay. I wrestled a match, a three-way match with me, Sadika, and Randy West. And he watched the show. And then afterwards, I made sure, like, I went and cleaned up, came back out. And I was like, see, I'm okay, buddy. Okay, mommy's tough. Mommy's strong. You know, because he's accident prone. He get, He's had stitches and stuff already because he just falls and Runs into shit, so he's definitely. Uh, and he goes, "Mom, next time punch her in the ding ding." I was like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, don't lose the next time. Punch her in the ding ding." I should scream. And I went, "All right, buddy." <laughs> I can't really tell I've never baby talked them because um, I never wanted them to grow up with that. That you know, it takes a while to get kicked out of it. Um, my yeah. two year, my daughter, who's now eleven, at two years old, she used the word perpendicular in a sentence and it made sense. I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, Kids these days they don't get their range from me. Uh, where their dad? I don't know where they got it from. But uh, but yeah, like I try to do age appropriate and I try to explain to certain things a certain way. And if they have problems, I do. I do believe in therapy. So you know, I have I have a therapist because I have PTSD real bad. Um, and anxiety depression. So, yeah, I uh, have therapy as well too. Like, I actually just had therapy session about about uh, four hours ago. Got a therapy session. I, I deal with uh, seeing my mom's. Like, I have PTSD as well. I suffer from that. Um, I actually found my mom. Huh? So, are you PTSD or complex PTSD? Uh just PTSD. Okay. Because now they're saying that there's something called a complex PTSD for people like me who keep falling in the same cycle of abuse throughout their life. So like breaking, yeah. like I'm right now, this the last four years, this Mickey you've seen isn't the Mickey that I've ever been. The Mickey um, of old. It's, yeah. It's, it's not because it, that Mickey, that Mickey was sad and I try to do better every day and I still fight with the demons. I still fight with the bad, you know, in the back of my head, I'm calling myself the worst possible names in the world, and I have to fight that every day. And be like, you know what? I'm not a terrible mom. I'm doing okay. So, I'm guessing, but I'm making the best guess I can. So, 
So I suffer from PTSD on two separate occasions. The first one being, um, and this is by far, this is the shoot. Both of you guys never heard of this. All right. This is the very first time I wore a KP. I used to be a firefighter, right? And we had a call one day. And it was a it was a, a kid with special needs, and he was like fourteen to sixteen, right? He didn't eat that day. He didn't drink, and they were on a camping trip, and he ended up passing out, and or almost drowned, but he ended up passing out. And I remember very well. I was like frozen in fear, like I was like, "Oh my god, what what the hell I gotta do?" And my fire captain comes up to me he's like dude go go grab the go grab the, the tank go do that and it's like i'm trying to do cpr stuff and i'm just again i'm, I'm frozen like I, I don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know what i mean like this is my very first time seeing something like this and it's like oh my god like what if this kid's not breathing what if this kid die and come to find out like maybe like a couple hours later after we've done all that the kid ended up dying right he ended up dying and it Still to this day, it haunts me super bad. But fast forward a year later, my mom ended up having a cardi a super hyper extensive cardiac arrest, which is a silent heart attack. And um, I just got back home from work. She's watching Will of Fortune, right? And um Just breathe, buddy. It's okay. Breathe it out. Anyway, um, I, I I literally was talking to her, and I remember very well that uh, she, she called me new in you, right? And she would ask me, "Hey, new, how was your day? How was your day at work?" I said, yeah, it was good, pretty awesome. And I go use the restroom. And I go change, and um, me and my girlfriend at the time, we got in a really bad fight, like super bad fight, to almost the point that we almost broke up. So literally, um, we were, I was about to go outside, call a friend, talk to about it, like, hey, how do I do this? How do I get all this stuff done, right? Come back in, and my mom was the type of person that if she was asleep, she would not move. Like, it looked like as if she was fucking dead, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go play some WWE 2K19. I'm going to just chill, just have a good time, right? Call call up my girlfriend, talk to her, and I called her. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Sure enough, my mom's not moving, like, at all. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I called. I told my girlfriend, look, let me call you back. Mama's not moving at all, like. I gotta, I gotta do something. And mind you, I'm the only child. It's literally just me and my mom, right? My dad was hardly around. He was never around, pretty much. Just never around. So it was always been me and my mom. My mom was my dad, my mom, everything. Literally everything, right? And so um, I ended up calling one of her best friends and I ended up calling the paramedics, right? And I remember... Uh, I remember we, we were doing CPR, you know, to the point I had to step out. So I, I can't, I can't do it. And sure enough, 
fast forward uh, about two hours late, about like 8.30, she ended up dying. Like it, it was confirmed. She was dead. And it's something that goes on through my head, right? And it's today. I was supposed to have her headstone. Like we we're, were supposed to have her headstone taken care of. I can take care of like Monday or Tuesday like that. And sure enough, um, I have those things in my head. It's like, hey, it's your fault. Hey, you let her die. Hey, this happened to you. Hey, you could have saved her life. Hey, you could have done this. Hey, you could have done that. I'm like all that in my head. Yeah, it, it's. And we almost in year five. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry, I'll get a little emotion. I apologize. Chat, I apologize. No, you get both. We all have to wear our pain one way or the other. Some of us use words, some of us use podcasts, some of us use wrestling. So we're way of talking with the world. And that's how this podcast was created. This is one of the reasons why this podcast was created. Um Yeah. Sorry about that guy. I think that's a good way to carry on her memory. Yeah. Like when I, my my ultimate goal at the end of all of this is to, I want to, I want to do like what Dan Severin did and open up a training facility on a piece of property that I also live on, so that way I can put up dojos and, and showers and stuff in the gym, like a workout area, and then you have the dojo for people who can't afford to go back and forth, or for people who just want to come and train. Um, it, it'll be open there for everybody, no, no matter what. Or if you can pay, um, and I, I wanna, I wanna kind of dedicate that to Tracy, because that's all Tracy did. Tracy just helped people. He didn't care if he watched your match. He'd tell you what you did wrong, but he was so quick to tell you what you did right too. I noticed that because it balances it out. Because if you just tell somebody what they do wrong, they lose faith and, and defeated. Any normal greenhorn would. But if you tell them we well, did this wrong, however, I like this, this, and this, and I think you should do this more. Like he built so many people up just from him being such a kind, compassionate, caring human being. I mean, there's so many people that he, you know, over the years have claimed as his illegitimate kids. Um, and so that I kind of want to, I want to keep his memory with that. Because uh, I think that's one, I think when he died, I think we should have been allowed to have a service like for the wrestlers, which I understand yeah. his family didn't like wrestling stuff. And I was, I was grateful they let me be there. Um, but I, I think there's never really any closure in the wrestling world because we never officially had anything where it doesn't have wrestling at it. It's just wrestlers as a collective mourning the loss of their friend to have that yeah. closure. Yeah. Um, but in, in that memorial, I'd like to carry on Tracy's legacy of constantly teaching and passing down. And he always believed in giving back, you know, as, as much as you get. Um, he said, if you keep taking from wrestling, you don't give back what else is left. So good guy. Yeah. That, so I get it. That would be a great way to carry on Trace's memory. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but uh, I guess we'll, yeah, because we got a lot of emotions and shit. No. <laughs> you brought it down, like bro. Therapy session. We were talking about dick and balls. And now <laughs> I'm just talking about that buys two cold Scorpios, two, two, two cold Scorpio, so man, a dick. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. Right here. 
I actually heard a story that like two code Scorpio's dick's like super massive. Like I heard it on like some. <laughs> you just no, I heard it. Some... <laughs> well, no. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Here, dummy. I know. It was, like some dirt sheet or something. Like, yeah, man. He had to hold his dick like with two hands or whatever. You going around looking for a wrestler's dick sizes? No. Well, well, on YouTube, <laughs> hey, on on YouTube, they always ask the guest how big's Batista's dick. You're the only one that would ask that question. <laughs> Jesus. No, I think there's been others. I'm pretty sure. Probably several several family members for sure. This um, is why we're looking for a new co-host of the show. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Mm. <laughs> You'll be here next he week. He said, I'm herpes, bitch. I'll never go away. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much how he is. No, um, so this is the part of the show where we would give the floor to our guests to promote their social media, where they're wrestling, what's their upcoming events, and all that stuff. So, Mickey, the floor is yours. All right, so... In a couple weeks for XPW out in California, we are going to have Merry Christmas 2. Don't know who my opponent is yet, but it'll be my first title defense. Nice. Um, I also have a link on my Facebook. It's Mickey Knuckles. I'm going to try to keep things up for y'all. Um, but if you go to my Facebook page, I have a link where you actually can go and watch the show. Um, and it doesn't help that I get a kickback from it. Just saying. I got three kids and Christmas coming up. She got kids. My <laughs> Uh, She's got kids. My last match of the year is going to be versus JJ Escobar for um, fuck yeah. Um, I, I don't think they know what they've gotten themselves into at Horror Slam. Um, but I'm pretty excited about this. Match. Hey, I know the guy. Hey, didn't you wrestle him at Theater of Brutality? No. No. Okay. JJ wrestled Masada at the last Theater of Brutality. That's it. He because he's, he's the, the one with the that white wrestled, mask, right? He's the one yes. that wrestled Schlack. Right That's it. He's the one that wrestled. Like, why are you Schlack. trying to show me where I should set my face? Yeah. My ass. He yeah. wrestled Schlack in that backyard wrestling match. I think he hit like Schlack put some fireworks in his ball sack or something. Like he put some like rocket. Like yeah, he. What's the name? Is that it's not fireworks? I feel yeah. like this is going to be borderline uncomfortable. Hey, put it in his crotch. I mean, how long, how long can you be? We've talked about dicks and glass buttholes and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think anything okay, can return to the I, Okay, so people, promoters kind of talk to me a little bit differently than, than they had before. Um, for example, I showed up at a WSU show, and it was the main event, and DJ said, Mickey, we're supposed to be women, superstar, uncensored. I was like, okay, what do you want me to do? He's like, I don't care, but just be uncensored. I was like, do you want me to tell you or just do it? He said, just do it. And I wrestled Jules Malone in that match and like stuck a crutch. Like I, I put the crutch in my mouth, spit on it and it slobbed it up and stuck it up her, her poop shoot. And um, <laughs> I put it in, in the corner and the camera was right there where her vagina is like right here. Perfect. And I started headbutting her in the vagina while she's in the trio. Well, and then I bit her vagina and you could see me on like a vagina tear. I was like, Yo, that's um, so gnarly! <laughs> that is so gnarly! I'm officially looking that up right now. Yep, yep, yep. I'm in Superstar yep. and Censored, Mickey Knuckles versus Jules Malone. And we've been friends ever since. Just Bro, saying. fucking Dan turns his camera off. <laughs> Dan's like, I gotta go watch some private. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm on the podcast. 
Y'all just do the outro. I'm yeah, gonna check out the match. Pay no attention to the noises with the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear that in the background. Oh, all you hear is. And then, uh, and then you hear, then you hear. Oh, me gusta. Oh, me gusta. Oh, me gusta. I papi gusta. Yeah, dance catchphrase, <laughs> which I'm almost tempted to call the page. Our Patreon, if you ever do get a Patreon, we call them a oh, yeah. club. That's going to be my last show of the year, so I figured we'll end it with a bang, pick back up, um, and then I've got several shows. You'll have to follow me because I've got them listed. Um, I got you. As I, I, I got you as a friend on Facebook, so I see all your stuff. I'm going to England in February, and yeah. then I can be going to Japan soon, so that would be cool because um, I've never been. Uh, I was I was asked several times, but because I was Ian Rotten's trainee and they didn't want him, I wasn't allowed to go because he said I wasn't ready. Um, hopefully, hopefully, really quick. Hopefully, when you go to if you get to go to Japan, hopefully you get to wrestle in Corican. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be cool. That'd be, it's, also, it's cool. Um, like the Madison Square Garden, you know? Yeah. Yep. Your, Joey banned me from doing this, but uh, I keep getting a text from Hulk Hogan. No, Hulk Hogan wanted me to be part. He he actually was part of the podcast. So, yeah, he was wanting me to get down and dirty with him. Oh, I got brother. that fan blowing right, brother. Right on my on, Joey. Put <laughs> the brakes on. Joey. I said, brother, you know that's not my. Oh, I forgot that I had the uh, audio sharing off. <laughs> I played the clip. <laughs> da, 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 da. He was wanting me to get down and dirty with him. Oh, I got that fan blowing right. <laughs> right on my cross. <laughs> Put the brakes on it. I said, brother, you know, that's not my deal. Not into the strictly dickly stuff. Thank you very much, brother. But I'm going back to professional wrestling. <laughs> Thank you, Hulk. We'll Thanks, see you Hogan. next week, brother. <laughs> on, that, on that note. And then, and you can find me on Twitter. I'm Bloody Mickey on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as Mickey Knuckles. Um, and if you reach out to me, I'm pretty good about getting it back. If I don't get it back right away, guys. I work two other jobs, wrestle and have three kids. Bear with me. It's going to get there. I, it might be I, a three o'clock in the morning thing, but I'll get to it. So you may get a text from me. Oh, you may get a text. What kind of text? Uh, <laughs> he's like, hi, my name's Nick. Hi, my name's Nick. I know I'm not as big as two cold Scorpio. <laughs> But it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. Not the size of the dog, it's the fight of the dog, damn it. Yeah. I know, I know I'm not even... He's like, he's like, I know I'm not even close to Virgil, but I'm... Hey, man, hey, hey, man, you ain't gotta go to Virgil, bro. You ain't gotta do Virgil. Nah, don't, don't, don't compare me to Virgil. Didn't I... Put him up too. But I do know I tell people all the time that you should try to have sex with a fat chick at least once. There's reasons, right? One, they always like putting things in their mouth. That's why we're so fat. Two, if you can help them lose weight by offering to put your dick in their mouth instead of food, they're going to be forever grateful. Three, they try harder. And four, come on, you know what that tongue do. So I want you to send me that link to that podcast when you start it up, okay? Absolutely. Yeah, we we, we got we to gotta be a guest on the show. Specifically, me and it. No, I'm just joking. Joking, definitely. Come on. I want to do a lot of um, live broadcasts too from locations. 
with people around and then like have to put up signs with we are talking about sexual content. Do not step past <laughs> this point if you want no part of it. Viewer yeah. discretion is advised. Then if you put if you put a sign up and they still come near, that's not my fault. It's I like do not it's okay, like a video it, hold on, it's like a video store. Do not walk through the beaded curtain unless you're eighteen and up. Yep. It wasn't my fault. You might even get a beaded curtain. Just the random beaded curtain. Everything else is open, but just random beaded curtain just for that feel. Like yes. the dirty back door porn shop. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Who doesn't like porn? If you don't like porn, you're a damn liar. You are yeah, a damn Dan. liar. You are a damn hey. liar. Yeah, Dan. No, fuck that. I'm a lover of porn. Yeah, Joey. I like I'm a big fan of the storylines. I don't know. I don't know why. I just like I like watching the stories. So so okay, look, okay, so okay, you this, both, uh, no, 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 shut up, Nick. Shut up, Nick. You've opened up a can of worms before that one before we <laughs> so when when I was young, I loved getting to the straight fucking action, right? Now since hold on. Now since I'm older, I wanna know why they're fucking. Like I just wanna right? know why. Did you you make it make sense? He's got to pull Andy's. She, he's brought the pizza. Cool. I got it. Yeah, you did double duty. Yeah. I want to do double duty. I got I want to know. I want to know why that pizza driver got a good tip. Like, yes. what's his I service? bet he did got a good tip. I yeah. bet he did. I mean, what's the service uh, that? She has gotten the tip. Yeah, I mean, pegging's love too. I've had a lot of people that you don't think that would be into pegging, like big <laughs> men. Um, offer to have me peg them and I'm like hmm this, this is not Deadpool it's not Deadpool <laughs> this happy International Women's Day I have Deadpool right there yeah nice yeah he's riding he's right this is the nightmare before Christmas scene where Jack's crying on the hill and he's yeah. riding zero through the, through yeah, that's, the badass. Nice. Like, that's badass right there I'm gonna hide little cartoon Deadpools all over my body like I want him holding up my butt cheek like, like it's the world, like the strongest man thing, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and uh, I want Morticia and Gomez over here, but I want Deadpool behind a headstone in the background jerking it, but you don't know who he's jerking it to. So, you, you know, take it how you will. I want, um, I'm doing the, this one's Alice in Wonderland. So that's Cheshire Cat. Yeah. On the other side, I'm going to do an Alice in Wonderland graveyard scene with all, um, like Mad Hatter and all their graves. In the middle, do the Red Queen. And have him pissing on the Red Queen's grave. So, oh, I God like damn. So, um, so I, I will definitely have to say, and I think Nick will get a chuckle off of this one. Uh, Nick Mondo definitely ain't going to want to be on our show if he watches this episode, huh? Oh, no. Yeah, so <laughs> that. So we, try to get, so, we try to get sick Nick Mondo on the show, right? A while back. Yeah. And this is around the time that. Isn't he like real religious now? Not hating or nothing. I'm just asking. Didn't he like. By the way, you might want to fix your camera. We got old little boy in his skibbies back yeah. there. Driving you nuts? No. Oh no, no. You know what? I'm gonna go get my skibbies right now. <laughs> Please don't. There goes a neighborhood if that's the case. No, but we try to get. I try to get Sick Nick Mondo on there because you know, I try to message him. We had a lot of conversation, and it was around the time that Vistic Man had got busted for like. Like sex, sexual harassment towards other women and all that bullshit. Like that was a surprise, guys. Yeah, that's exactly. That happened for years. And Mondo like ended up watching our Vince McMahon episode, mm -hmm. and he didn't like it. 
He hated it. As a matter of fact. Yeah, it was like he, he considered it immature. Uh, well, because we were because we, we were making dick jokes about a sexual thing going on. I actually <laughs> okay. have. I didn't. I actually have the actual text. I didn't know. I didn't know somebody that took a weed whacker to the stomach would be so offended by. Yeah, dick exactly. Jokes. And, and and take a dive <laughs> up the two story building. Yeah, this is what he said, and I quote. It's like Michael Cole. <laughs> Nick, you seem like a really cool guy. You're respectful with me, and I appreciate that. I checked out your podcast. However, episode 26, which is the Mystic Man episode, and it opens with your friends cussing you out and making dick jokes. I mean, if that's what you guys want to do, cool, no disrespect, but that's not the kind of conversation I want to join in. If your format eventually evolves, which, yeah, Nick, it, it evolved, okay? It, it definitely... We got the jokes. We, we had Madman Ponder. I Man will Ponda. say all the dirty jokes, so we're good. We had Madman Ponder. We had Kid Cash on the show. Really, bro? Different strokes, different folks, you know? Thank you. Thank you. And I'm your interviewing guests and a smoother approach, send me a sample, best wishes, man. Smoother? Yeah. I mean, I'll upgrade my camera, upgrade my monitor, upgrade my desktop. Lots <laughs> of money. So I, I guess this is what he's talking about. I don't know. He could be talking about Dan. Fuck, fuck who I know. But yeah, we end, I ended up cutting a shoot promo on him. Because I was pretty pissed about that. This was. Well, I mean, he could have gone about it in a dickish manner, I guess. This was the yeah, guy that I used to watch all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Aside from like Xanag, what's your. Jesus! With all this shit, you know, and it's like this is coming from a guy that took a freaking bump off the goddamn off the goddamn two-story building and take a weed whacker to his stomach? But oh! Oh! We'd make a dick jokes. Call it Degeneration X. Anyway. Sorry, a little rant right there. With that being said, Mickey, I want to thank you to be a part of the show. Thank you have been me. an absolute brilliant guest. Don't ever fucking change. And I mean that shit. Yeah, please don't. Don't. You're awesome. And you are welcome on our podcast any, any fucking, fucking time. time. I will I personally message you. Like, hey, yeah. you're part of the show. And no, no more frozen out on my end. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, go. Hey, yeah, Tim, I got to go. Fuck. Tim was in a car accident tonight. I gotta go check on him. Oh after the man, podcast. Tim! I hope you're doing all right, brother. I hope Sorry, you're doing Tim. good. So, with that being said, I hope you like our our episode tonight. It got a little too long, but I mean, it is what it Fuck is. Fuck it. Well, who cares? Fuck it. it who fun. cares? Mm-hmm. It got emotional. I do apologize on my end. That's your fault. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit, so it is what it is. Anyway, with that being said, if you like our content, please head on over to youtube.com forward slash World of Cafe Podcast. And subscribe. Also, tap that notification bell so you don't miss any of our content whenever we upload a video. Please also check out our Twitch channel. We're live on Twitch. Go follow us up on there. We're on the road to, to 50 followers. We're about to get affiliated. Come on, guys. Follow your boys and what a cafe podcast. What the hell y'all doing? But I will say this. If you prefer to not see our faces, and in that case, I don't blame you. Go check on over to our audio part, our Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, 
What? iHeartRadio, Amazon all, all, Play. All, all the shit. All, all, all of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> any, of your, any of your favorite podcast streaming service, we're there. Just look us up, World of Kayfabe. You can't miss it. And as always, this is the sick one, which, by the way, yeah, I am the sick one. Sick Nick Vin. I'm about to say Sick Nick Mondo. Sick Nick Vin. Hold on, my two good friends, Second and Crocker, and Dan the Mother Ever Man. And we are out. Dan hits with that track. Oh, not Dan. Joey hits with that with a track. Gentlemen, as you know, the ultimate warrior. Fuck it. It's publicly stated that. Damn it, who put that up? Is that $200 an hour? That's all. Oh, me gusta.